Hey. 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 Okay, my next door neighbor actually. That's how he that's how he says hello to people. And he's really right, like huh? he he's like one of the loudest volume people, like normal talkers I've ever met. And from like across the street, he'll be like, hey. <laughs> I love it. It's so incredible. Good. It's gonna be so embarrassing when he's like an avid listener of the podcast. Hey, I, I'm not saying anything negative about it. It's just amazing. Fine, I'll there say something go. negative about it. You suck, Steve. Ernie <laughs> hates it when you do that. Forecast a bi-weekly podcast. Wait a second, that's how is that how I start this? No, it's not. Welcome back to the forecast, episode 146. The forecast is a bi-weekly wow. podcast streamed on Thursdays and released on YouTube and podcast on Fridays. We're a community of people who love exploring and discussing all kinds of things from video games and board games to film and TV to our everyday life experiences. If you'd like to know more about what we do, you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash the horizon FB, or you can come hang out in our Discord channel, or you can check out our website, readthehorizon.com. Uh, we have a ton of original ca- content for you to browse through there. Additionally, everything we talk about is in our cast notes, which is pushed out to whatever podcasting app you are using. I am Aaron, joined by a couple additional peeps, counterclockwise, Alex. Hello, governor. Care for a cup of tea out of this I definitely authentic prefer- British organ blue <laughs> <laughs> cafe mug. Do you I have clockwise this. Alex over there? Uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <an option? laughs> Chad. Hello, governor. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, everybody's trying this out today. Owen. Hello, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. That's the wrong saying, Owen. It's hello, Gavna. <laughs> Freaking it. Jake. Oh, uh, uh, hello, governor. <laughs> I really, I was really hoping you're going to say that like Rockthor. Mm. <laughs> Hail and well met, governor. That, that would have been perfect. I should have yeah. gone for that. Yeah. Caleb. Oh, that's me, governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, that'll, that'll, <laughs> that'll work too. Uh, let's start off the top with Owen's advice. I have some advice for everybody. And, you know, have you wanted to have affordable housing? Have you wanted to just get away? And... Is this an infomercial? No, this is my okay, advice. I'm getting checking. to my advice, okay? Have you wanted to just, you know get away and just have a fun vacation or a staycation at home. Uh-huh. Build yourself a pillow fort. I um. recently did that the other day. I took several blankets and we constructed ourselves a nice little pillow fort. We had it over the TV. We threw out a bunch of extra blanket and pillows and things to kind of sit on. Uh, and I binged one and a half seasons of Westworld oh, in that okay. thing. It was okay. fantastic and it was a great use of a weekend. Do it. Build yourself a pillow for it. You'll enjoy it. It's just like an entire it's like having your own little world inside of your home, which is also probably mm. your own little <laughs> world. But it's different <laughs> and you'll enjoy it. So <laughs> do it. I Man. the first thing you said was we put the blanket over the TV, and I immediately thought if I did that, I would knock the TV definitely on the floor. 
Mm. No, we we managed to we had it over top and we had it taped to the wall like just oh, several inches above the TV, so that I way see. you could still see the TV and it wasn't resting on it, so it wouldn't like get tugged down. Uh, we also used uh, a calyx and uh, two chairs stacked on top of each other and some clothes pin. Uh, we clothes pinned several sheets together to make one big sheet. What and kind of what kind of tape did you use? You know, most people can't stick tape. tape to their walls and painter's what? Tape. Yeah, you're telling me. Scotch blue painter's tape yeah. held a sheet to the wall Do you one and a half seasons of Westworld. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to send you the video of the construction of this? Because I, I took a lot of pictures and videos so I can do it again next year because it was yeah, this is, very well done. This is going to be on our DIY segment of our of our <laughs> of our channel. Perfect. Send it to me. That'd be great. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll send it over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, uh next you what? say next year like this is now an annual oh thing. no okay so allison requests mm -hmm. for her birthday that i make a board for her birthday every year so oh. like last year it was not this good the year before that it was literally like one blanket on top of some chairs this year we went all out <laughs> and i think we can do better next year so like next year the pillow fort game is going to be top notch it's just it was a good time it was really nice to be able to just like take my switch and just like go into the pillow fort uh i had it big enough that you could actually crouch in and walk around it wasn't like you had to crawl into the anything like that like you there was room we had room in there that two people could lay around comfortably Couple that years from now, you just got like a mini fridge in there. You got like a microwave, <laughs> yeah. a hot plate. I already had a space for a mini fridge, but I didn't have a mini fridge A or B. Uh, think to put one there yet. I you become I, a a full on pillow fort influencer. I you all your socials are pillow forted up. Yeah, <laughs> you get to the point where all of your expendable income is just set up for Us. the year to make sure that you can fund for your pillow fort one time a year, and you're like. <laughs> Saving pennies here and there. Oh, anybody, anybody watch Community? Yes, mm -hmm. I have a mm -hmm. couple Pillow Ford episodes. Mm -hmm. the, 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 some of the greatest episodes from that entire show is the Pillow Ford episodes, like the whole college into a giant Pillow Ford. <laughs> were, were you team Pillow or pe team Sheep? I don't remember who's on what team, so <laughs> Wait, I can't you just say. gotta remember what team you're on. Yeah, yeah. that's the important bit. Now, are you are you guys team wheels or team doors? Oh, <laughs> obviously, I am team uh, wheels. I think obviously, let me think there about are this more one, wheels <laughs> than doors. I a hundred percent believe this. <laughs> uh, wheels, wheels is the very it's the very <laughs> obvious answer, and I, the fact I, I that think, there are doors people baffles I think, me. I, I think the doors people are honestly trolls. <laughs> oh, got him. The problem is that a wheel can be so many things. You got there's no mm -hmm. clarification. It's just it's open ended, guys. It's such a broad definition. Also, people sort of started bringing up things like Legos, like the largest manufacturer of tires in the world, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> like they make like an insane number per year. Also, there's like so many billions of Hot Wheels in the world. Mm, I was thinking about Hot Wheels. Mm. That takes up a lot. Uh, all have four wheels, and also most of the doors on Hot Wheel cars are not real doors; mm -hmm. they're just yeah, like painted. So those don't count. This is really not even a debate. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's, 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 it's true. It's true. Also, ships have wheels. <laughs> ships have fucking <laughs> wheels. They don't have doors. They got wheels. So hey, you know, think about all the boats. captain's door. There's some people that are like, <laughs> Shit, windows are should count as doors. No, I should have started like, this. That's I'm like, a... sure. 
Count windows. I don't care. We'll still win. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have started us down this road. You know, let me take us back to community and I'll like, say, oh my gosh, he's still going. He's still a, going. Car, just we in the car, because everybody keeps on focusing on we cars. <laughs> if there's like a four-door vehicle and you count the trunk as a door for some reason and you count Trunks the hood as a doors. door for some reason and you count Trunks the glove box as a door for some reason and you count you the center console as a door for some reason. You don't. <laughs> what does that mean? You don't do there's that. still more things. wheels. There's wheels in like the engine. There's wheels in like the assembly oh for, for your seatbelt. There's wheels in like the the uh, window assembly. Listen, I guess at the end everywhere. of the day, are I believe that wheels? door people just don't live gears in reality. Are wheels. Yeah, here's yeah. the thing. Go, you. Everybody needs to go research this topic and decide <laughs> no if there are no team wheels no or team that. doors. No, no, just go. What is the research? It. I don't like, know. What? Go research. What I'm trying to the say is back to community. On the definition of door. Back to community, though. I was going to mention this because we were talking about the pillow forts. Did you guys know that they took three seasons to set up a Beetlejuice joke in community? Because they I said Beetlejuice once in season one, once in season two, and I think once in season four. And the third time they say it, he cameos in the back for <laughs> yeah. like a, a brief second. Wow. Wow. Super yep. cool. Super cool. Uh, let's move on to what have you been playing lately. Uh, who wants to start this week? Because... Multiple people have basically only been playing one thing. Here, uh, I'll go first. Pass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know okay. what I want to talk about. All right. Mm -hmm. All right, Alex? Yeah, I pass. Pass. All right. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, I'll go next. Um, yeah, pass. Pass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good. Mm -hmm. uh, how about Chad? Yeah, so uh, there's this game that's been out. It's, like, it's really new, actually. Um, it's called Fortnite. Oh, uh, interesting. Sounds cool. What's it about? They've they've actually been doing some interesting I think they're running out of ideas. Uh they're they're yes, doing some interesting no. thing with the week to week. Um I've played this. It's like at the beginning of every like castle in Elden Ring, right? Yeah, I was about to say yeah, I've heard yeah, it referenced yeah. a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> makes so, sense. They they did a thing called Web Week, which if you guys know anything about Fortnite recently, they added uh, web yeah, shooters Spider from Spider Man uh to where you can actually like zip around the map. But 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 do you feel like Spider-Man. It's actually like honestly it's really well done. Like okay. it's right. amazing how good the web shooters feel. Now, does it feel great having everybody thwip onto you because you know they could just get from literally one side of the map to the other within like six, you know, thwips? Did you no, say thwip? It's not great. Thwip. Yeah, because you just like thwip, 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 thwip. Anyways, the third party is astronomical. And they were even worse this last week because uh they're usually just in like a uh, specific Spider-Man chests around the map. Mm -hmm. uh, dedicated locations they had them in like every chest there was a chance for them to just like drop out it so that was, there was that and then they added um there's there's been bouncers in the past where it's like a if you're like really high in the sky you throw it down as it's a trap that goes onto a wall uh and it gives you invulnerability but it, like kind of sends you up a little bit and it gives you invulnerability to where you can get down so you can like bounce off builds and stuff like that so they added that with the web week uh this week is i think it's called like aviation week or something like that but it's like all other animals that are like wolves, boars, etc., are just gone. The chickens killed them, and now it's chicken week. And so chickens uh, are glowing purple or gold uh, or blue, and you can like get loot off of them. And then if you attack a chicken next to another chicken, that chicken will attack you. And then if you hold a chicken, because you can actually hold a chicken like Zelda, um, it'll peck your opponent. So that's that's what's happening this week. That's mm. Fortnite. Yeah, they definitely bit. are running out of ideas. You're not wrong. 
I mean, honestly, there's cinematics and stuff like that, and and, and like all their ideas go into uh, cross seasons, and then once once the cross season happened, it's like they just blank on how to how to have the season progress. All the creativity goes into like, all right, we have Dwayne the Rock Johnson now. <laughs> now what? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Struggle. That's all I've been playing. Well, that's, that's not playing. all I've been playing, but. Well, 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 yeah. well, we'll get, we'll get, we'll we'll get, get to it. Don't worry. Wow. We'll get to yeah. it. Yeah. There's, there's uh, a game that I feel like a lot of you are passing on. Owen! Yeah, yeah, hey, I think. what's up? Uh, so I'm playing <laughs> a lot of different things. Uh, I did mention the fact that, um, that I was uh, watching some Westworld. So I decided that I would boot up uh, Red Dead uh, Redemption 2 online hmm. because I was like, hey, I like GTA online. I'll probably like Red Dead online and I can... Like live my Westworld fantasy. Um, so you were clearly watching season one and season two of Westworld. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, just no, check. I, I, I've never seen Westworld before that weekend in the port. And okay, I was okay. Yeah, watching. All right, got um, it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, Red Dead Online is just campaign with friends. Like I, I just like got in and they were like, yeah, here's all of these missions. Invite your friends and play them. And then I was like, oh. This is just like trying to do the campaign stuff uh, like a co-op. And mm-hmm. um, uh, Jake, do you want to do that at some point? Red Dead Online, probably not. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I uninstalled it because I got there, I got like started, and I looked at everything, and then I was like, oh, this is just campaign, but I need more people to do this with. I'd rather just do the campaign, and then I just uninstalled the game. So your verdict uh, is good, not good. It's if you liked Red Dead Redemption, I'm sure that it would be good. It's the same exact thing. You have more stories to do. There's more, you know, missions and things. You just get to duel. You've done a bunch of that in GTA. Why is it different now? uh, That's a good question. Because you've done a bunch. You've done like several of the heists that they've released after we stopped playing by yourself. Yeah, I think that uh, the main thing is the fact that I've done so much time EA that I've built my character to have things and when then when i'm playing red dead and it's just like okay yeah you got to start off you don't have anything you need to do all of this stuff so you can get gold and then use that gold to get guns to actually shoot stuff and then i was like wait i have a game that i can just shoot randomly at like whatever the fuck i want it's called gta online and i've already done all of this so then i was like i i stopped caring and i just kind of left um I'd, I'd pick it up if people wanted to do it, but I, yeah, I was, I was very much just like, oh, this is just more, uh, yeah, and okay. it was kind of whatevs. Um, also, uh, it did some, uh, Back for Blood, Beat Nightmare. Nice. Um, it's, so it is possible with all of the, um, with, with all of the, the special spawns that they currently have in the game, mm-hmm. uh, and they are trying to lessen, it is possible <laughs> to do it. I've done it. Uh, it wasn't too bad. I believe in our team and our group, uh, and also as of last week, uh, they announced that there's DLC coming to the game, which I was very excited to hear about. Uh, the DLC stuff is apparently going to. Uh, there are seven quote unquote dungeons, which are underground Ooh. labyrinths that you can go <laughs> through with your friends. There are uh, new specials specifically for those. Wow. One of which seems to drop like landmines or something that you'll have to watch out for. So that'll be. Um, but that seems to be the new content. There's also uh, new players to play as, and the thing that I liked most about it is they said, "Hey, 
uh, you can do any of this stuff. It's all available to people as long as you're in a party with someone who has bought the DLC. And so I was like, oh, oh. that's really fucking cool because yeah. I bought the the like uh, season pass thing. Uh, because I bought like the special edition because I wanted to play it a couple days ago. And so then I was like, oh, cool. That means for our entire play group, just invite me and you can play any of that stuff and we can play it together. And I was like, that's cool. I like that. That is cool. This is a, this is a great nice. way of being way able to, to save $15 for it or whatever the fuck it's actually mm -hmm. going to retail for. Um, I thought that was kind of. And is, uh, all doing... of that, is, is all of that DLC going to be. Uh, in one drop, or are they dropping each dungeon that's, separately? That's all one drop. That's, that's all happening cool. on April twelfth. You get all seven dungeons. Uh, you get all of the new specials. There's, uh, there's also four new weapons and a bunch of new cosmetics. But the main thing they tried to stress is they're like there are no microtransactions. Like if you, if you bought the season pass thing or the DLC, you get all of that stuff, uh, nice. or your friends can play with all of that stuff. So I was like, that's cool. I like this. This is a very neat way. They do nice. dungeons now. Imagine they do raids later. <laughs> uh, Eight players, I... like complex <laughs> mechanics. Well, that is a thing that some people have already thought about because of the fact that when it first came out, there were um, some server issues and you could actually get Ape into one game. Mm. And so uh, some people were like, wait, what if that was just the framework for them to do like an Ape period crossover thing later? Uh, and so I think that might be a thing that happens that they do something of that nature. Um, it's what's... no 12 person left for dead too. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> but, but there might be, there might be some of that in the future. So that would be kind of cool. Cool. They've talked about having a free updates too. Is all of that stuff you talked about in the paid DLC or some of that in the free update stuff? All, all of that is in the, okay. All of that stuff they have explicitly said is part of the, I forget the name of it, it's Tunnels and something uh, of the paid deals. Um, so that was kind of nice, and I was like, okay, cool. Uh, there are new cards that they said there that are coming out. They haven't announced what they are, but there are new cards, and all of that is... And yeah, they did, course, they did add the burn cards for free already. Yeah, they yeah, added the burn true. cards. There's new cards that they said that they're coming out with, and they also... Um, just going with this... Um, they they also mentioned the fact that let me make sure I got it right. Right. The new the new difficulty has been announced. So there's Fun. a new difficulty that is going to be harder than Nightmare called No Hope. Okay. Um, oh, sure, dude. That's whatever. I, I feel like that's that's good because it, isn't it called Fort Hope? Isn't that the name mm -hmm. of the yeah. so no hope? Yeah, there's I just like no that. fort. It's just no yeah. force. <laughs> so they are doing something even harder than Nightmare called No Hope. And there is an achievement that they said that um, you can get it by doing the entire uh, campaign uh, on No Hope using zero burn cards throughout the entire thing. Gosh. Oh. I mean, the real question, what patch are we going to get that on? Yeah. Is it one where yeah. a special spawns every other second? Or is it mm -hmm. one where one spawns every hour? Yeah. Mm. Because the put... difficulty of that game switches so much patch to patch, it's wild. Yeah. If they put Nightmare back to where it was when we started it, and then make this new mode like more similar to current Nightmare, yeah. I, I think that'd be that'd be a better range of difficulties. Yeah, I think. that's true. I, yeah, I, I want honestly, this. I agree. I want this new mode to have no checkpoints, to be called Ultra Nightmare, and to leave a little tombstone where your group makes it, however far they oh make it, God. so that everyone else sees <laughs> it in every other campaign that they're playing. Fun fact, there are no checkpoints throughout the entire act. 
No way! That's good! Yeah! That, that sounds was, miserable. That was <laughs> like, does not if, sound if, fun. If you die, you gotta restart the entire act over again, so you just gotta keep trucking. Here's the problem. Yeah. In a game where I, I can, like, rely on it not doing bullshit, like, <laughs> sure, mm -hmm, but in a game where yeah. you round a corner, it's like, oh, we spawned four guys who can grab you and kill you in one hit. Yeah. I, I feel like it's less fun. Yeah, yeah. Like an ogre and a berserker yeah. and a bunch of these specials all at the same time. No game, no way. The RNG not. for for specials is is kind of weird in that game. It's it's yeah. very, yeah. it feels very sporadic and very unbalanced. Like you'll oh, have yeah. you times where you just like special, 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 spe one after another. But then you'll have like nothing and then five all at once. And it's just yeah, like, yeah. how do you deal with all these guys? When I when I was doing it with the randoms online. Um, that was very much a problem of like, you would just have people that were like, okay, we're doing well, I guess we're doing well. And then you just turn the corner and there's just like six exploders and you're like, all right, back to the checkpoint. Just not even yeah. try. Like you just see people leave instantly and they're just like, nope, fuck they yes. should. They should add realism mode where it's like minimal HUD stuff. Don't highlight your allies. Yeah. Apparently you have to like the... do tactical reloads where you lose ammo if you reload too early. Uh, oh, well, tactical one of, reload. Oh, one of that'd the be cards brutal. that they have announced that is being developed, but maybe will be a card that you can uh, chain the mods on your gun at time. Oh, oh, wow. So you'll, Sick. Fi you'll finally be able to drop mods or put new ones onto it and be like, because so, the amount of times that we like pick up a gun and then you're like, oh, wait, I have a lot of nice mods on this. I don't want to get rid of this gun. Now you can just be like, nah, fuck this. Drop all the mods. Drop the gun, pick up the new one, put all the mods back on, and you're you're good to go. That was like my favorite part of the game, like mm -hmm. the Tetris puzzle that I would do <laughs> with mods. I would literally like we'd be at the end of a level, and I'd be like, wait, wait a second, wait a second, I gotta run Let's all the way back, scope. get this mod, <laughs> and then like, I I appreciate that they're making it a little bit like Apex, where you used to drop mods. That sounds good. Yeah, which I was like, that sounds good because then at any time you can just be like. The, the other nice thing is that you can you've always been able to drop a gun and anyone can pick it up so you just need one person or group to have yeah. that card and then they can just be like oh what what mod did you want jake you didn't want this one and you, they can just like throw it off and then mm. drop the gun and give it back to you and then pick up theirs and mm. just keep going i always kind of liked the decision between picking up a better version of your same gun with no mods on it versus all of the great mods you have right now well, it does I, actually force you to like make a choice. Yeah. I do worry a little bit that all this introduces is like ten minutes at the end of every level of yeah. hey, you wanna juggle guns for like right. you know, five yeah. minutes while we get all of the good stuff. Yeah. What you might that. need in the uh, no hope mode. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I mean it's again, but, unless unless they do a better job, like if it's ge genuinely harder than Nightmare was when we tried, I think it's impossible. Like just straight up. Or at least RNG, where sometimes you yeah. just breeze through it, and other times it's legitimately impossible. Yeah, they, they, they've tweeted out saying that the in no hope mode reflect more of what old nightmare than what nightmare current. Does that mean? Well, it's old nightmare. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I think <laughs> old nightmare they mean when the game launched, which was, it was launched, like impossible, it was literally impossible. Which was impossible. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, that was when everybody just put on speed cards and ran. Yep. Okay, all right. <laughs> Whatever, guys. Didn't they start nerfing speed cards? It's not yeah. people doing that. I don't know. Yeah. 
Chickaline, fellas. I I, yeah. I just question a lot of their dev uh, developments at time just because of the fact that they're just like, oh yeah, we put in this thing for like the doors, so that way you have oh, to yeah. play this thing like this. Uh, because we wanted you to use this card that's not available until three months from now. And then I was like, then why did you nerf the door exploit? Like, why wouldn't you just hold that until you have the card available? Hodor? Yeah. Like, um, I don't, too soon. They, too they, soon. They just do a lot of things like that that are just like, oh yeah, we buffed this card to make it usable eventually. And it's like, why didn't you just wait until you have whatever card you're trying to combo this with to make that usable? I, I don't get the half steps that they during some updates. Huh. It's very odd. I mean, it's like, it's like an Overwatch. They were like, okay, we noticed Tracer's pick rate has gone down. So she does 500 more damage. <laughs> <laughs> sticks it's like no you do small steps you give her five damage you're like oh that did it or oh we need to give her like a little bit more you know yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else you've been playing on uh oh yeah uh i've uh played a little enjoying that uh again if you done a little challenge on that check it out here i'll be doing uh and uh also pokemon arceus i've realized that i wasn't as done as i thought i was I was like, oh yeah, I like, I caught some legendaries, I like did the thing, I'm finally done helping the clans, I thought I was done, and then there was just kind of like this mission that was like, oh hey, go talk to this guy and like, figure out the mysteries of the Arceus world, and I was like, okay, cool, like, I, I thought that that was like, just like a thing to go get some more legendaries and things, uh, but then there's apparently like an entire other thing, and there's a very intense battle, and I was like, oh, fuck this game where you have to do like 10 pokemon in a row and i was like this is awful it's and tough so now when you I... gotta do a bunch of pokemon in a row <sighs> now <laughs> now i'm like sitting there trying to like level up all my pokemon and get like a decent team going because i was like oh i actually need to battle and like, oh play. man you need to like play pokemon <laughs> I need to oh play my pokemon. God. imagine uh, the horror yeah the worst uh caleb how about you what have you been playing so Right before I left on a short little van vacation, and by right before I mean like five minutes before, my Steam Deck was delivered. Everyone hates you. Yeah, technically yeah, you're already gone, right? We, we, we I, yeah, I I was over at Aaron's house. We were getting ready to leave, and then I got the notification that it had been delivered. So we quickly ran back to my house. Wow, that must left. have been a long journey, huh? <laughs> really tough to get back over there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but I, I picked that up, and I've been playing some stuff on it over over the trip. Um, I didn't. I tried downloading uh, Elden Ring to play on it, but uh, the Elden download Ring. took forever. What, um, I've yeah, heard of this game. What is it? It's okay. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll get, get to it. it. All right. All right. But I played uh, this game Valve put out called Aperture Desk Job. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which they put out basically for the Steam Deck. It's a kind of controls tutorial almost. It's basically a short that you play through, and it's pretty. It's pretty funny. It was nothing particularly special. But it was, uh, wow, enjoyable. <laughs> I mean, they put it in the portal world. It's clearly not portal. So sure. Temper your expectations <laughs> on it. Yeah. I did appreciate when they put it out there, like in like the blurb about the game, they were like, this is not portal three. Like, do yeah. not get yeah. excited <laughs> about this being portal three. This is a small freebie. Before not portal three. Think, yeah. yeah. Portal three. No. I also played a de decent amount of Yoku's Island Express on it. It's a hey, really good gameplay on the go. Love it. old game. at this point, yeah. It is. It is. I hadn't been. I've been meaning to go back and play some of it and just 
when I picked up the Steam Deck, I was like, hmm, Yokozuna Express seems good. Uh, it is a fantastic, it fun puzzle game. It is. It's good. Is and a puzzle? Deck, I thought it was a platformer. Sorry, not to interrupt. It's a platform puzzler kind of thing, yeah. Okay, gotcha. You know gotcha. pinball? <laughs> it's pinball, but a Metroidvania. Hmm. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. you know pinball? Hey, look. Yo, man, you, hey, pinball? Pinball? you ever heard of wow, that pinball? Look at that, hair. that was some good hair color. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have the Steam Deck in, like near you, Caleb? I can go grab it if you really want me to. It's... I really want like, because oh, honestly, it blew my mind how big it is. It's big boy. That's what man. she said. <laughs> and oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> is that the only reason you want him to get it? Okay. Also, uh-huh. just for the podcast listeners that are actually enjoying the show on Twitch or YouTube. Um, Caitlin, my wife, just appeared and she has very pink hair. So that was the it's hair very, comment. Very pink. Oh, it's very pink. I didn't even have the I didn't have the view window up, and I'm not looking at you nerds. Oh, Wait, do you have wow. do you have your do you have your switch for scale? I don't. Caitlin, what are you doing? Dude? What are you, you even doing? I need Go get your PlayStation. You have my head for scale, okay? Go get you your, have a big your, head. your Switch, your PlayStation, your PC case. <laughs> you got my PS5 that's sitting over there? Your PS5. Oh, hey. Just rub Shut that in. up. Damn. Here, okay. Hey, Jake, how's your PS5? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah there right. you go. Yeah, right. uh, wait, 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 Jake, a little this further back. This does not work. A little no. further back, Jake. Wait, right there, stop. A little further back. This is pretty good. Oh, that's See, perfect right there. Jake and I have roughly the same sized heads, right? This is, this is good. Man, for the audio only listeners, they are hating this. <laughs> this yeah. 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 But yeah, this it, doesn't seem, it doesn't seem that huge. Like, it's pretty Dude, big. It's pretty it's, hefty. It's it's significantly larger than it appeared you, in all of the, the imagery that you saw. You wouldn't want to be laying down, like, playing in your bed with it held over with your head. With it above you, yeah. It'd be too very long. God dang. Guys. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's move on. Let's talk about, uh, some things in the game section. Um, and we should probably all start with the game that we've all been playing, which is, let me check my notes. Hold on. Uh, Destiny 2, the Witch Queen. Mm, yes. oh, love that. Uh, yeah. Love that queen Man. lady. She's so <laughs> evil. Anyone Has anyone touched that a single time? No. no. In fact, Derek is really <laughs> upset because he paid a hundred dollars for it. And he's like, no one oh. playing this game. Uh-huh. It came time. out at a, a very bad time. It did. Very bad yeah. launch window. Hey man, you want to talk about bad launch window? Horizon Forbidden West came out like a week yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Elden Ring yeah. dropped. I've That's heard rough, things buddy. about all of these games. You see um, that donkey video? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> it's that game that came out a week before Elden Ring. <laughs> I mean, when he's right, uh, he's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do we want to start here? Do we want to talk about Elden Ring first or Lost Ark? Probably Elden Ring, I would guess. Lost Ark came out first. Lost Ark came okay, out first. let's talk about Lost Ark first. <laughs> I'll just p- keep right. putting it off. <laughs> Gotta keep that reta- retention rate high. Mm-hmm. Elden Ring's probably Elden the, big, Ring. the big topic anyway. Lost Ark did so. come out first. It came out like three That's years true. ago, so we should talk about that first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, So it yeah. cannot be anyone's game of the year. Ah, ah, well, <laughs> ah, uh, ah. Western release was this year. So yep. I'm gonna say Yes, it does. <laughs> we have rules. We went over that specifically when it's released in languages we can play. Yes. Like we couldn't have played it before. I mean you could have. Yeah. Is this a topic of game of the year? You could play it illegally because I actually went through the process. You have to the way they have it in Korea, oh, you have to like you just did you just say you can do oh, it yeah. illegally? I did that. 
Yeah, I mean, here's how, kids. If the Koreans are gonna come get me, like, sure, I guess they can. If they want to put that much Jimin after you, you have to like. like you best believe. You basically have to like fake in a, a Korean identity to get on their servers because you have to like provide your state like ID number to I be thought. able to sign up to play. What? Yeah, because they have like a bunch of limitations for like youth and stuff like that for how much they can play video games and stuff like that. But apparently over there, they, like, everybody uses fake stuff anyway to get around it. So it's not even like it matters, even if you're under 18. Oh, you're not it's weird. cheating, you're not trying. <laughs> but you need a VPN and you need, like, to pay a service to provide you a fake identity, essentially. Wow. Jeez, and you did that. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I played, oh I played like, a And it's I was very interested. All right, so let's let's actually talk about well two things. One, Jake, you're either really good at throwing your voice, like so good at throwing your voice, you could be a ventriloquist, or your camera's frozen. I'm not certain. Uh, Ooh, but exciting. Two, uh, we should talk about uh, a, a little bit about this game, about what it is, rather than just how Alex illegally played it while it was still in Korea. <laughs> how he did some crimes. Yeah. yeah, did some crimes. We're talking about Lost Ark, which is an isometric Diablo-like uh, MMORPG. Yeah. Um, and uh, multiple. I think all of us have played it, right? Job. Great job, Aaron. Oh, Thank you. I, I really been, I wrote it game. down. No, I wrote it down a week ago. I've been scratching off and like changing it. <laughs> right, it started out with "It's a roguelike dungeon yeah. crawler." FPS. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought about it. I, well, I mean, it is all those things, but I wanted to really <laughs> narrow it down to what it mm -hmm. actually. Uh, this game came out in 2019 in Korea. It came out this year, uh, just actually, what, three weeks ago, maybe four weeks ago. Um, it's fun. Uh, who wants to talk about this game? Who's had the most fun with it? Jake, maybe? Me? I mean, <laughs> if we're going off of numbers now, Alex? I have played like a fraction of, I think, everyone else here except for Aaron and Owen. I haven't played. Yeah, yeah. I, I, played I have before. like 150 hours or something. Yeah. Oh. I nominate Alex to talk about it. <laughs> I'm not as far as Chad, though. Yeah, I will. Though... Chad's just better at games, though. It's that's I have a, true. I have a lot of time on alternate <laughs> characters, and I think pretty much all of Chad's time is on the one character. I mean, if I um, had to pick a resident MMO expert, it would be Chad. True. Yeah. It's true. I don't know if we want to pull him in later for the expert <laughs> opinion, or... True, true. Uh, I'll, I'll talk a little bit. It's So, as Aaron said, it, it plays a lot like Diablo... Um, you basically have uh, instance maps that you clear, essentially. Uh, you're running quests in the area, um, ranging from kill stuff to talk to people to bring things to people, you know, typical MMO-type quests. But most of that doesn't really matter because all of the 15 classes and all the skills that all of them have are incredibly satisfying to use. And so you're just, like, smashing people's faces. Um, for instance, like, I'm actually kind of into the story, but some people I've played with have not cared a bit. Uh, like, Frank, for instance, put the game into German language mode and skips literally all the dialogue. So he has actually no idea what's happening in the story. Um, still, he's still having... Speedrun Fallout New Vegas? You put it in a different language. Almost anything, yeah. Some languages are just faster. Yeah. That's a fact. That's interesting. Um, to be fair, the more I think you know. still has a decent idea of what happens, because when someone turns into a demon and yells, you go, oh, I've seen anime. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, this game is such like a love letter to 
like pop culture and anime and all that kind of stuff. Like there's so many references to like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and Dragon Ball. Uh, yeah, Dragon Ball. Like there's an entire class that is basically a Z fighter. Like you step through stages of Super Saiyan. You have a father son Kamehameha. You have a spirit bomb. Like <laughs> it's it's crazy. Um, I think all the major set pieces of the story are very, very fun to experience. Uh, annihilating like literally hundreds of dudes with very flashy skills is, is always a blast. Uh, Armin, one of the main story Aww. characters is freaking Armin. hilarious. Every time he shows up, <laughs> I like it's, it's written where it's kind of meant to be serious, but it's so corny that it's, it's funny. And he, he'll like he'll go five seconds f- saying something like, I'm never going to use my demon powers again. And then literally in the next scene, turn into a demon. <laughs> it is hilarious, hilarious. every it's, time. He's the best. It, when he swung in on the cannon b- or on the wrecking <laughs> ball and was just like, hey, guys, I'm here. Yeah, I got, I got it. Uh, so funny. Um, yeah. And so basically you can just play it. I think you could play it easily as like a single player uh ARPG experience and have a great time with it and just go through the story. Absolutely. Um and then they also have like a bunch of added elements for people that like the MMO stuff like towards the end game. Like once you hit 50 and start doing end game content, you start the the wheel of the grind to try to upgrade your gear because you have normal leveling of course up to 50 and then after that you have leveling up your gear item level. So Chad's up at like item level like 800 something now where I'm still in at like 500 I think. Um you basically you play through like the most the of the meat of the story at like item level somewhere between 100 and 200 if that gives you a point of reference. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm around like 886 right now. Um you start like, exponentially sca- scaling at the end of the game to do mm-hmm. the much harder content. Right. So you have uh, different tiers that you're going to go through uh, where like, as soon as you hit endgame content where you could do like Chaos Dungeons, Abyss uh, Raids, and, and stuff like that, um, you pretty much get your 302 gear set. And so you, wherever you were, you'd probably be like around 250. Um, you jump to 302 pretty quickly. And then from there, uh, it's like a progression of, um, I think it was like 302 to 320, then it goes from 320 to 340. 340, 360, so on and so forth, up to um, 600, and that's tier one. Uh, and when you're honing, there is uh, different materials that you're using to hone. So there's like um, guardian uh, fraction, uh, fraction uh, tokens, and then there's uh, destruction tokens, uh, and then there's also the harmony leap stones. Um, and so the harmony leap stones are universal between armor and weapon. And then the um, Guardian and Destruction are just Guardian is armor and Destruction is weapon. So you need all of that, which you get um, from your two Chaos Dungeon Raids. You get a bunch of the, the currency. There's some islands that you can do to get more of the currency, Harmony Leap Zones, etc. Um, once you start leveling up your gear, though, you get to a certain point where instead of it being 100%, you could just click a button and then boom, you're, you're honed. Uh, it starts diminishing by like 10 percent each time down to around like i think i was around like 50 45 percent at, at one point uh in tier one and when you lose out on a percent you you gain some back so like if you miss uh a, a hone you gain a little bit of a percent back 
so that you're not always failing constantly. And I, I noticed, and I don't know if other people have noticed this, um, because I was just very unlucky, statistically mm-hmm. unlucky. Um, there was actually one time where they just gave me a freebie at one point to where they're just like, listen, you failed too many times. Here's a hundred percent hone. Uh, <laughs> so once you got out of that though, once you, once you, um, get out of tier one, you have to go do another, um, Island place, go through the story. Uh, you start at 600 that at that point, And then you do your first like two chaos dungeons, boom, you're at 802. So it's, it's a really like fast progression jump right at the beginning, hundred percent honings. Um, and then it starts diminishing as the end of the tier, uh, happens. So, um, kind of makes more of a grind towards the end and it's more of a, holy crap, I'm progressing. Like this is really cool at the start. Um, and so I'm in that, holy crap, this is cool. I'm progressing, uh, right now. I think the reason it's set up like that, and if I'm not mistaken, I think tier one was the only thing that was like in the game when it first came out in Korea. Mm -hmm. And then like major patches came out and introduced tier two. So like they had to extend the like the the life of tier one so it like got harder to level up the deeper you went into it mm, and then right. tier two comes out or it like resets everybody essentially gets everybody to a common number and then like slowly gets harder to level up again and then they started in the west with at least some of the tier three content out i guess is right. how they decided to do it and they've actually already announced a they might have put it out already an update that has like a new abyss raid and new story content already yeah i I think the pillar is actually there i I walked over to it and couldn't access it because i'm not 13 whatever um what i think is really really cool about this game one going off what alex is saying uh there's there islands in the game uh were not originally out in career in the beginning they were actually the catch-up mechanic because there's like the quests and stuff that you could do that are very quick um to get the materials you need to hone and then the second thing is, is really cool is once you get into tier two with one of your characters, you can still get the materials for the tier one on that same character or any extras that you have. You can just toss them to alt characters. And so now you can just work from tier one to tier two on your alt characters without even really, you know, uh, begrudging the fact that you're going to be using up the various amounts of currencies. And then you can focus on tier two currencies with your main character and so on and so forth between um, tier two and tier three. Another thing that's really cool is if you level up your stronghold, which is something that we haven't even touched on. Stronghold is something that you get um, to where it's like a little base camp thing to where you can do various different research things and um, send out ships to do uh, different missions to where you get more currencies, um, do feasts and stuff, uh, have different traveling merchants come in uh, to that area. Uh, One of the things that I actually just researched today was a 20% boost on uh, honing chance for my alt characters. So I probably won't have the same struggle this time going through where it's 50% and I'm just failing over and over and over and over again. Better knock on wood. Yeah. So I I just uh, kind of give my perspective here just because I don't really play MMOs, but I love Diablo. Um, This game is definitely feels different to me for a couple of reasons. It does some things really well. The visuals are incredible in this game, especially for all of the abilities. Amazing. Honestly, amazing. Um, things that feel trivial to me that maybe didn't feel as trivial in a game like Diablo is uh, the side quests. Just absolutely pointless, but Alex already pointed, you know, touched on that. The main storyline is, is great. Yeah, one thing ahead. they do good on the side quests is they're almost always laid out along the main line, main quest path line. Yes. So you never have to really backtrack for them specifically. Yeah, yeah. that part's They nice. do a really good job of that. 
um they they still feel like i got to the point where i thought you guys were reading everything and i was just getting behind but then i realized nobody's actually paying attention to side quests most people are just playing the main quest you're like mashing g to get through because you know g for go and g for jump and g for roll and g for you know walk and all the things you do is g <laughs> um, g for the, give me the next quest <laughs> the other thing that i feel like is a little trivial and this probably is just because it's an mmo is um I'd items for me as a like even like a low level character like gaining items i don't really feel i don't i don't read about them i don't really feel like they're important i'm just like i look at my inventory if something's got a blue up arrow i select it versus i really do like in diablo when something drops and you get that freaking green beam of light coming from the ground you pick it up and you're like it's it's from an item set or something and it's just cool to to try to find one of those things and their drops are so rare that it's like oh this is super cool when it happens so to me those two things are missing. I don't think they necessarily need to be there, but it's just that's the difference that I True. feel between playing this and playing something like it is less Diablo driven. Yeah, the biggest much difference so. for me in this game in Diablo is that in Diablo there's a whole bunch of classes that I'm like I don't have any interest in playing that. This game, right. every single class and subclass seems fun, seems cool and interesting. Yeah, it yeah. is kind of wild that they Which, did such a good job on all of the classes. I, I love the fact that that's a thing, and then also realizing that alts are viable in this game because mm-hmm. most mmos you just don't play alts like yeah, if you right. if you're just a person that wants to go in and play end game content you pretty much just forget alts exist right. and maybe you play them after you've like got to end game and you're like trying to figure something else out um but no this this one it's like i've seen some characters and i'm like man i want to play that one and then i'll go try it and then uh it's really cool is there's the power passes that they give you right out right out the gate to where you could just boost your characters up to level 52 of them uh, and then also your stronghold can just transfer knowledge. So you could just infinitely boost, as long as you have gold, uh, characters up to level 50. Mm-hmm. Um, touching on the quest line stuff, there is like different things like kindness, charisma, courage, you know, all the stuff that like the side quests do give you. So that they're not totally pointless, but you can mm-hmm. skip them to if you don't care about like rapport or any, that system or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know that, that I didn't like I wanted to skip them as much as I like I wanted to get the XP from getting them rapidly right. so I could move on to the next main storyline quest because that's like, what I was right. really interested in. Yeah. Right. And then uh, I think the difference from something like Diablo is like there's way more quests here. Like yeah. Diablo, like oh, you talk so to many. one person in town and there's like an overarching like objective for the area of the world. Right. And then right. you basically don't follow anything except for just like going out and clearing the map of monsters yeah. right and then right. eventually you'll hit a point and it's like hey you did you did the thing technically for the story yeah. that you probably weirdly, forgot about and weirdly enough i feel like diablo is more mindless than this game even though you're mashing <laughs> through quests i still feel like playing diablo is like you're not doing anything but hitting monsters and that's it and you're running the next quest also the loot, we... the loot thing is like a valid point i think the loot in this game actually feels more like destiny than anything mm. because you get a bunch of stuff that you don't really care about but the number's higher and so you'll just equip it or infuse it into the thing that looks better sure. and, and yeah, it's not actually... like it's significantly different it's not like changing your abilities or anything like that but it's a higher number so it's like okay right, right. there is actually a system that like for instance when you're honing your gear from 302 to 600 uh you do an abyss dungeon which gives you 302 gear and you're like well i'm 500 why do i need this 302 gear uh, but it has uh, set bonuses. And so sure. what they did is they implemented a system where 
you choose that piece of armor and the armor that you've honed up to 500 and you transfer the 500 level over to that uh, other piece of armor, which Alex said Basically is like super Destiny. Like, like, mm-hmm. like Destiny-style infusions. Yeah. Which yeah, also, her. uh, something we didn't touch on is Abyss Dungeons is like your, your atypical uh, dungeon that has mechanics that you actually have to follow. Um, there's different like phases of bosses, uh, different things that are like more challenging than just, hey, let's go into a chaos dungeon, literally roll my face across the keyboard, kill everything, get get the uh the loot and the materials and stuff. Like Abyss Dungeons is like actually like you you formulate a party that actually knows mechanics and you go through you can fail it constantly. It's it's great. Good stuff. Also there's there's a lot of stuff that's like cross character based. Like they call it roster based. So a lot of your roster unlocks and upgrades and things that you're progressing for your roster that means it affects like all of your characters together mm-hmm. so that's another encouraging thing for playing multiple characters i was surprised i'm so into this game i was also surprised jake's so into this game the only mmo i've really played well i played a couple up to like 15 hours or something i've got like 60 plus hours in this game already and like six yeah. different characters have been playing on it it's just fun enjoy the, all the combat's really enjoyable all the skills are flashy and snappy and fun to use. Satisfying. It's just a blast. But even if you don't also, really like MMOs, probably worth trying out. Free play. The, the story just like keeps on going places too. Yeah. And there's there's like stuff that you haven't gotten to yet that I'm like, I cannot believe they put this in this game. <laughs> this the is first, like the first half crazy. of the story is like kind of slow and boring. It's basically like go find this seal, and the entire first region is you just doing random things for yeah. people. In order to eventually get the seal. But then you get to the second region where there's like an actual story about a civil war that's happening and you gotta like solve oh, yeah. it. And that area is great. I love that section. It's a lot of fun. I'm excited. You get, to get a ship and story. you start exploring the world and realizing there's like other types of contents and uh, or continents. And it's like, yeah, of course, of course they added this. Why wouldn't they? They put everything in here. <laughs> like literally everything is in this game. We we probably should note the best. Like one of the best interactions in the game is there's this one fence. Uh, <laughs> okay, I shouldn't mention that. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. fine, fine, fine. I won't, I won't. Now you can talk about your fence. Um, you know, Caleb, we're playing the game, and he's like, "Hey, we got to get these Kurok seeds or whatever the heck they're called." They're Mako seeds. I know. They're not I know. Kurok seeds. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Uh, he's like, it's behind this fence. We gotta hit this fence. We go over. We're like mashing on this fence, and he's like, it's almost down. And that was like two <laughs> minutes, and then they're like, ten more minutes pass, and he's like, I'm serious. It's almost down. <laughs> There's like twenty of us hitting this fence. It was awful. It went down though, didn't it? Eventually, and I got, got to the point. Yeah, seeds and we got it. like three seeds. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I got to the point where I just set my mouse on the screen. I turned to the side. I started browsing Reddit on my phone, and I was just mashing. You know, <laughs> QWR, ASDNF. It was just wham, wham, bam, bam. Many skills that could. Man, it was it was something. I guess we never mentioned it. Do- it doesn't really have the uh, typical MMO triad of tank, healer, DPS. Almost right. all classes are DPS. There's like two subclasses that are more support, and maybe one subclass that's more tanky. But yeah. basically, everyone does a lot of damage. Let's tell yeah, you paladins. What. When you get those support classes in your group. On like the guardian raids or the abyss dungeons, mm, it feels good. <laughs> oh, it feels good getting like the the shields or like the semi heals that like the bard has uh, the the uh, attack speed buffs. Like it's it's real good. <laughs> you could you could tell a difference. You still you still want one, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Solid game. 
solid game. Yeah, I'm excited to play fun. some more of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should probably move on to the uh, game that we all liked a little bit less than Lost Ark, um, <laughs> which is Elden Ring. Uh, Elden Ring. Um, <laughs> if you if you uh, don't know about Elden Ring, I, I don't know what world you're living. You're living on a rock, I guess, mm-hmm. um, because it's freaking everywhere. Uh, let me let, just let me just say two things about Elden Ring. Number one, probably game of the year already for multiple people on this podcast. Um, there are other things that are going to come out this year, but this game is so freaking solid that really I mean, going to be hard to top. Basically, if Silk Song, if Silk, Silk Song doesn't come out, this is going to win. Yeah. Probably, probably. Um, oh, this that's a game, game of your podcast. <laughs> yeah, done. Good to get it done uh, early. Elden Ring, published by uh, From Software, uh, the guys who made Dark Souls and Sekiro and all those other games, because they're all basically similar. Bloodborne. Um, the good one. You named the good one last. Demon Got it. Souls. <laughs> Demon Souls. The best one, I should say. Uh, they made this open world version of this game. It is a dark medievalistic setting. And uh, medievalism is a thing. I looked this up. I had I had to make sure that sure. I got the word medievalistic. right. Medievalistic. Wow. Medievalistic. Um. Anyway, amazing game so far. I don't need to be the person to talk about. It. I've only put 25 hours in. Other people in this podcast have put over 80. So I'm gonna just only over 80. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you sure it's not like I saw that Caleb had other games that he played, and I was like shocked. I was yeah. actually yeah. Like, that's because I played them on vacation. There it okay. is. True, 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 true. While true. we were away, I played different games on my Steam Deck that weren't Elden Ring for some reason. Because I couldn't uh, download Elden Ring on the terrible <laughs> hotel Wi-Fi. Yeah. Feel free to tell us about Elden Ring. I'll I'll interject some comments afterwards. So I was I was a little hesitant about Elden Ring when they first announced it because you know, the Dark Souls games are kind of known for their crazy good level design and things, and I, I didn't feel like a lot of that would really work well in an open world game. But man, they have, like, knocked it out of the park. It's basically Dark Souls, and everywhere you want to go and explore, there's something interesting to find. Like, everywhere. And it doesn't have the normal Dark Souls issue of this boss is my only way forward, so I need to just beat my head against this wall until I beat him somehow. It has... You run up against that boss, and you die to him a few times, and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to leave for a while, go somewhere else, start fighting a bunch of things, level up, and eventually I'll come back, and I'll, like, destroy that boss, no problem. Yeah. I... Man, it's... The game is, like, incredibly good, and I don't want to say, like, something negative right off, but (laughs) based on what you just said, I have had a couple instances where I go, like, get ready to do a boss fight, and I'm like, yeah, but then I realize, like... I probably should have found this guy way earlier and he's like super easy at this point and you just like three shot him or something. Yeah, yeah, there is occasionally the downside of like not seeing all the cool boss mechanics because you just kill him too fast. Yeah. That yeah. can be a problem. I I think that more boils into how you approach the game. Like I I was playing earlier and Alex walked by me as he's going to do laundry and he's looking at my I've only played twenty six hours this game. He's played wow. 47 hours and he's like where are you at i have never been to this part of the map (laughs) yeah and to me that means we're just our pacing is different and our approach maybe is different because for me when i started this game i I don't did anybody else pick wretch or did everybody pick a class okay everyone picks like a real class all right for for people who haven't played this game you basically get a character selection at the very beginning most of the classes start at like i don't know level 10 and up or something and they have different abilities and different starting items or you can play as the wretch which 
Starts with basically a club, no clothes, running around naked, basically. Level little towel one. wrapped around the waist. <laughs> Level one. Yeah. Um, different approaches to the game. And so for me, like, I've just been pumping stuff into strength. So I'm just beating people to death with a giant axe. And so I'm like, my goal is just, I just want, I'm following basically the main storyline, at least attempting to, without really doing a ton of side stuff. Uh, but you can kind of really do it however you want. And so I'm getting beat up by bosses versus you're do dominating bosses in a couple hits. Yeah, but you could, the bosses that I'm talking about are probably still things that you could go find at this point and you would kill them in like one shot. Maybe. I don't because know. Because I'm talking, I'm talking about like, but like stuff that you don't find on the main path. Like you go back to like the starting area or something and explore a little bit and find like a, a cave or something that has a boss at the end of it. And it's mm. like, this could have been an interesting fight right at the beginning of the game, but now it's like mm. I just annihilate it. It yeah. would be it would be nice if in the if, if at some point they added a things scale up to your level option. Oh yeah, across the map. Well, yeah, just as an option, got, that'd be that'd be kind of a neat as an option. I also don't be, like honestly, scaling sure, yeah. sure. It yeah, honestly, new game though, plus. I feel like you you say that you're like this boss mechanic would be cool, which is true. But the moment you leave that region and go to a different region. It feels so much more deadly. Like, yeah. and, like, yeah. like you know, yeah. you go from whatever the first area is called to the area with the red plague or the where they're oh, burning gosh. everything. You just right get the it's red white. Oh, I'm good. Yes. My, my current issue is uh, I've hung out in like the starting area for so long that when I go to bosses that are past the Great Lift, it's like holy crap! I'm getting absolutely owned. But then mm. I'm like. Somebody shows me a boss that I missed, so I go back and I'm like, oh, I'm like two hitting this guy, like, oh, yeah, buff. Yep. And then I go back up to the Great Lift again, and I'm like, man, I'm getting punished again. Like, so it's like that toss up of like, you're very strong in some areas, sometimes, but you're still progressing in this game that knows how strong you're gonna get. So, mm -hmm. you know, you, there's still that progression that you can do. Yeah, they, they, I was talking about. The roller coaster the other day like the game this is like the best game i've ever seen that's like at good at making you feel like a god one minute and then making you feel like you're the worst video game player ever this, like the next minute <laughs> like a tarnished like a like a wretch mm. yeah, just, just a dirty tarnished dude yeah <laughs> i 100 uh, would have picked wretch if i remembered how a souls game uh leveled mm. um because yeah same. i chose the hero which had like 16 base base strength I think that's right. Yep. Um, you got it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, I want to go strength anyway. So like, I'll just choose this one. But then there's like other stats, like I don't really need that are kind of up there as well. And it just kind of ruins the spending of runes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you eventually unlock a respec, but you can't respec past the starting class you picked. Ugh. So, oh. so I can respec everything to 10 on the wretch. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Wretch is, is a good class. It's pretty, it's pretty far in. Yeah, to okay. be fair, don't get super excited. I I'd think I fought like that fun. boss 50 hours in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Probably Thanks. could have done it like 30 hours in, but still. True, true. There's just, there's so much in the game. Yeah. So much. And all of it seems good. Can, can I you know, just say the like... swamps, the poison swamps. Maybe leave those out next time. But they gave you a horse. <laughs> they did give you yeah. a horse. So the poison and the horse can just go matter. through it. Well, okay. There are a few sections where there's like poison swamps or po like poison swamps where you don't get the horse. Uh -oh. And that is another That sounds horrible. I I'd yeah. like to maybe maybe break this down into like a couple different sections. Like if somebody specifically wants to talk about some mechanics that like 
this game does very well. That would be great. I, I would like to talk a little bit about the story elements of this game. Um, for me, and I'll just start. Somebody can think about what they want to talk about mechanics-wise. But story-wise, for me, it, this game is, first of all, it's beautiful. Everywhere you look, every every perspective, every view, every landscape is wildly different. That's art direction, Aaron, unique. not story. <laughs> I'm sorry, elements, story elements, the whole package of that. I'm sorry. Uh, it's it's a beautiful game. There, the story elements and the development of characters, the way that they designed the characters, the way they designed, um, for instance. Uh, Godric, his his character model is just wild looking, and the the lore behind him is super unique. It all feels, um, you know how like sometimes you play a game and some some element of that game feels like it's pulled out of something else, mm -hmm. and like they just plucked it in there. They're like, oh, this is a cool theme we really like. We want to put it in this story, but there's not really a good place. We'll just put it in here and just make it fit. This game does not feel like that at all whatsoever at any point. Every element of it, every design choice that they made in terms of like uh what what the guards are wearing or you know the the torch lighting or the verticality of the game it's all it feels intertwined it feels interconnected it feels very much just like like the whole story was planned from the ground up instead of plugging things into a level design or plugging a level into developing characters um i also really yeah. just like the uh the voice lines in this game their accents are I love it. I, I love the way they say tarnished. Um, I'm actually like constantly surprised how good the voice acting is con mm -hmm. considering it's like a Japanese developer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I get surprised by how good just the environmental storytelling is. Mm -hmm. Like you just oh, walk yeah. up and you look at some stuff and you can, you can tell what happened in the past there. Yeah. What's going on. And yeah. It's just cool. I mean, that, that's always been souls biggest strength. True. True. Like the whole souls genre. That's like their bread and butter. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, lore is like, incredibly deep. In a lot of like the story stuff or the character stuff, you could probably just skip it. Oh, like they they build it in such a way that you have to actively seek it out. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That is yes, I will agree to that. There are because there are elements that I seek out, but there are elements that I do not touch in this game. I craft nothing. I use no spirits. I. Don't do any magic. I, I don't care about any of that, really. I mean, maybe yeah. I will at some point, but for me, it's like, I want to carry a big axe. I want to run around. I want to meet all these people. I want to learn the lore of the, the world, and I want to murder things. And that's yeah, the, it. The breadth of possible ways you can play the game makes it like... So you could you could probably replay it and have like a completely different experience like, like a dozen times oh, yeah. over. Yeah. Be like uh, purely absolutely. a mage and just... Yeah go cast spells everywhere yeah and not just in gameplay but in various story elements depending on where you head first which way you want to travel sure yeah yep um so i I'll, I'll pass it on to someone else if somebody wants to talk about like mechanically things that just like really make sense in this game i mean the horse is for me like multiple people have said uh, giving you a horse is like a really good idea but somebody can highlight some other mechanics too if you'd like just to talk about the horse. Not only is it a great idea in general, it is the best. This is such a small thing, but it is the best mounting animation ever. It's so <laughs> snappy and fast. You can just keep going. You don't have to whistle for your horse and then wait for it to trot up and walk over and mount it. You just call also, it and you're on it. Boom. When I finally figured out you could dismount by hitting like the, the stick in, and then it also dismounts very fluidly. That's That's great. It's very clean. It's great. Um, to go along with like, I guess, mechanic type stuff and 
talking about the breadth of ways you can play the game, I th their their like weapon design is unmatched. I think um, just having unique animations for like every different type of weapon and having so many different options that so you can choose many. between, and like unique abilities for for every weapon. Um, and then you can like switch those out with Ashes of War and change like like there's systems in the game for how damage scales on the weapons so you can like change those to suit your build with the Ashes of War. Um, same with like armor. Armor is a little bit more limited, I, th I feel like, as of right now, but still like tons of options. Armor has special abilities sometimes. Um, constantly just changing and also just like the look of your character can be so vastly different like every time i i see chad or or somebody else playing their character looks so wildly different from what my character looks like it's crazy caleb's character has no clothes no armor i've, I've been wearing clothes for a while now what actually. yeah yeah turns out that that item doesn't give me as much as i had hoped it would oh, okay. yeah it All turns right. out it gives me about twice as much as it gives Caleb. So, yeah. uh, whoops. Unsure why that is. But, yeah, unclear. Yeah. I'm just going to looks... assume it's because I'm better. Yeah, is, probably. It isn't even related to, like, the character creation, because you basically never see... As long as you're, like, using armor, you, like, never see yourself. You see your face sometimes, but that's really... Sometimes, it. occasionally. That's the sometimes, I forget that I, I forget that I picked a girl... Once a while, like I see my character's face, I'm like, oh, what? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I totally forgot that. And Dang. I put like this weird tattoo thing on her forehead. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, incredible. That's yeah. something you don't forget in Lost Ark because it's very obvious all the time. Yes. Yeah. 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 Pretty much in Dark Souls, I standardized my build to strength, biggest sword, biggest shield, and that was pretty much it. And like I made sure that I had enough like endurance to carry all that and still not fat roll. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was always kind of like a little depressed because I wasn't able to use like any of the magic because obviously I went strength and this game is really cool because you can go that strength build, but then your swords could have the Ash four that has some magic on it to where you could like, you know, walk that line of I'm, I'm a big macho. Let me just, you know, not even think of just smash bosses heads in with also, Hey, I have this like, am I intelligence? thing going on here which is kind of weird it's really cool uh also switching uh to like the, the bloodthirst weapon or whatever that that thing is that uh -huh. that thing's nuts and i constantly use it to try to kill bosses because it's just so good to like cast that bleed on on the uh the boss and just get that real big burst of damage yeah blood loss feels so good dude and like i'm i started like going more two hand i got the parry dagger which was really cool um Surprised Alex a couple times by you know parrying some things, and he's just very shocked that I can parry stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I was parrying. I hate in this game, actually. Man, I wish they went the bloodborne route where it's like not impossible. And um, also a gun. I take a gun. Again, I do like, like that. Let's do it. Man, a gun, a gun in this game, it would feel weird. <laughs> nah, dude. Maybe like a maybe like a blunderbuss. Here's yeah, the yeah. thing: bloodborne guns don't do damage; they parry. Yeah. yeah. They can do damage, kind of, sort of, sometimes, they but mainly if they you, parry. If, they do scale off of a, a stat, but... You can also get a cannon. Parry with them. And that is a, <laughs> change the math a bit. That is a weird thing to say, that the guns don't do damage, but they parry. <laughs> so <laughs> they weird. They do damage, it's just not much, usually. Not much. Unless you're building yeah. the stat for them. Uh, 
For, for those of you who played like a lot of uh, the other from software games, um, boss design in this game, does it feel like equivalent to what they've done in the past? Better, oh, yeah. different? I'd say it's about on par. Yeah, about I mean, they're, I think they're like the best in the biz when it comes to that kind of stuff. Right. So sure. saying it's on par with their other work means it's like means the it's... best in the entire industry. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. But yeah, yeah. I, I may be misremembering, uh, but I, I, I was talking to Caleb about this when I was like, struggling with my strength build because of how slow you like move the sword um mm-hmm. a lot of the the bosses seem a little bit more fast paced in this i i have so i haven't played uh, sekiro or bloodborne I played a little bit of bloodborne but uh i'm basing this more so off of just dark souls one through three um mm-hmm. it seemed like you could pretty comfortably use slow weapons in dark souls one through three and everything was pretty much like hit 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 okay i can hit the boss now hit 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 okay i can hit the boss now and this one is like okay you're on your like ninth chain attack and <laughs> i've dodged like 20 times my stamina bar is gone how am i supposed to hit yeah. you with my giant sword even so, as a dex character i have trouble getting hits in sometimes depending on yeah. the boss i mean it's, i do think i mean if you just look at like dark souls 3 is way faster than dark souls 1 yeah and mm-hmm. doubly as much fast as dark souls 2 uh, so I think this has kind of continued that. I think you're right. It does lean more towards head or um, being faster. Bloodborne's uh, even faster, right? From I mean, yes. What you guys yeah. told me. Bloodborne doesn't. Most of its heaviest weapons can just turn into a lighter weapon. Yeah. True. So it's kind of not a big deal. Yeah. Um, I know. I know. I have a few times been fighting somebody, and then Caleb's bit like, "Oh yeah, that guy's like basically a Bloodborne boss," and I and like I don't have the reference for that, but it's like. It seems like they're taking elements from all those. Yeah, dude, I, I have games. a list of things they've <laughs> stolen from each game. Yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> literally, like as someone who's played almost all of the From Software games, it just feels like they took all of their best ideas and were like, "Oh yeah, just put this in there too." Yeah, yeah, they're missing like a couple from Bloodborne I mean, that I really want. But is, otherwise, is so they got like all of them. But does yes. that? Does that butt up against what I was saying about how nothing feels like it's implanted in this world, though? Or did they just take it and adapt it so well from what they did before and just put it in the lore and be like, here's the mechanics, here's the... It's it's not so much, like, lore-type stuff. Like, it feels very Soulsy still in terms of lore, but I'm mm. talking more, like, mechanical stuff that has okay. just worked before. So, like, Dark Souls 1 went more into the open world, and this is obviously, like a hundred times bigger than that, but it's the same yeah. kind of idea where you're, like, exploring. Dark Souls 2 let you just dual-wield any two weapons. This is obviously a little more limited, but it just it just works. They took that idea from Dark Souls 2, it's in there. The idea of using an item to open up optional areas, that's from Dark Souls 2 as well. You know, from Bloodborne, you've got those kind of, like, mini-dungeons, and the whole the invasion mechanic is taken from Bloodborne as well, where you can't mm. get invaded unless you already have a friend. Because, like, in, like, Dark Souls 3... I, there were several times I'd go into a new area and be like, oh man, what's this? And then I would get invaded and I would get instantly murdered because I don't know what the enemies do. I don't know what the <laughs> what the area is like. And this yeah. guy is like level 50. It's just like, oh, okay, I guess you just win this one. I don't know. Right. I really enjoy the invasion mechanic and how playing through as a single player person, you either opt in or opt out with the tongue. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's then, great. And then you, when you're in co-op, it's just like, you're about to get punished because you should be playing this in solo. Right. But, you know, even when you do get invaded, you do, you always have a friend. So yep. if you're just like, I don't want to get invaded ever, but you still need a friend, it's at least a two-on-one. Mm-hmm. One thing that Bloodborne did that I'm hoping they put in this game, but I haven't seen it yet, 
is in Bloodborne, it was the PvPs, like you said, but there's a section where there's a character who rings a bell, and they can call in invaders, even if you're still solo. But it's just, like, one small section of the game, and it adds, like, a ton of tension to it. Well, there's a, um, there's a, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. But, the, well, okay, it's not quite like that. I was thinking, Chad mentioned this a little bit. There's, like, a tongue you can activate. It basically <laughs> says, hey, invade me, please. I would like to do an invasion right now. Yeah. yeah. No, not not quite like not that. Not quite the same, yeah. I've I've dabbled in the invasion stuff. I actually was hard stuck for a while invading people because I got the infinite invade item and uh mm. there is no balance to the PvP. There is <laughs> you either get one shot, you have a fair fight, or you're one shotting somebody. Like there it is hilarious how unbalanced the PvP is. That is weird. Unless you, That's you show not what up. I'd expect. You show up and both of you have tower shields with long pikes and like a ton yeah. of armor. Just going. <laughs> I think it's a. Uh, I'm gonna butcher this name because I forget what it is. It's the sword of fire and night or something like that. Uh, and that just like shoots a beam. I think just like one hits oh, you. Yeah. Uh. And then there's and then there's the the uh, people who have the dragon head that you don't you don't see the dragon head until they use it. Um, but it just like blows fire and and it just kills you in one hit basically and so like they lure you into without blocking they just kind of stand there then they use it and you're just like oh crap fell into that trap <laughs> so yeah there's but those times that when you're invading and i think this is the, the cool part is that you're always invading uh down a man so like you know there's either two or three people that you're versing it feels really nice when you win yeah game is solid it's, it's, it's i am I constantly mean, impressed it's it's actually crazy, like, the frequency at which you find interesting, like, items and or fights. Because, like, you can just hop on for, like, an hour, and you will probably find, like, a cool new item that does something unique. Or, like, a new boss fight that is, is fun to try to finish. And it's absolutely packed with that stuff everywhere. There have been, like, three separate times where I've been like, okay... I've probably seen, like, most of what this game has. <laughs> Let me just hop back on the main line and, like, finish it. And then go, oh, I'm sorry, how much bigger is the map? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm that sorry, what's the secret underground area I had no idea existed? Yeah. They do a good job of hiding the I, map from you I, until you get to sections crazy. of it. Man, I really like that aspect that you start with such a small map and you're like, okay, I've explored, like, a quarter of this. I feel good, like, I'm progressing the game. And then you go... And you get one map in one map area, and it's like it blows up. It like yeah. quadruples in size every time. It's incredible. The moment that you find the really long elevator to the underground area, yeah, and then it adds mm -hmm. a button to the map screen to to cycle between <laughs> layers. Mm -hmm. I was like, you've got to be kidding me! There's like, no how... way. <laughs> My mind was blown for a while there. That was That's, crazy. Yeah, it's gotta be like not the only location that does that too. Like if they added, yeah, the button, like, no, like it's obviously no. just one. Absolutely <laughs> just one. That's it's uh, so crazy. Game is really good. It, so it, it, good. I I feel really bad. Derek bought it and was playing it. He played about like twenty five minutes, but he's never played. He's like me. He's never played any game like this, mm. and his experience was pretty poor because he doesn't like. He's like, I'm dying in one hit. I'm like. Yeah, apparently that's what all these games the are like. You know? Yeah, well, that's what he said. He's like, I fought this guy on a on a freaking horse, and he just was wrecking me. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do here. I'm like, well, most people skip him. Like, wh what? Man, yeah, it's just like, don't, don't you fight skip him, him, bro. 
Just don't. Especially sit. because they're like trying to attract people that are new to the series. Like mm-hmm. putting that dude right there, kind of rude. Not gonna, yeah. not gonna lie. What? <laughs> yeah, it's. I feel like it's a teaching moment. Yeah. I also think it's. It's saying, hey, look. This guy's hard, but look at how big this freaking area yeah. is. He's right there. He's like, just that way. There's figure all this of the one other out. directions. Did, yeah. Did they not like if you okay, first of all, how e- it's so easy. I, I know you this is a joke. It's so <laughs> easy to miss the tutorial. Okay? So sure. <laughs> I know you guys joke about how the dude says jump into the well, basically, but it's so like I completely Frank missed it. I missed it. Completely missed the tutorial. But if you do find the tutorial, does it not teach you how to sneak, right? So Wait, when you get to that, does. yeah. What's the tutorial? Oh man! At the beginning it, in the cave, there's a sign that says, "Hey, if you want to learn a bunch of stuff, jump in this hole." Even more, there's a man who says it. There's like a yeah. ghost man sitting in a chair yeah. next to a big hole, and you're supposed yeah. to willingly throw your body down yeah. this big oh, hole. I mean, you I look down he was and dead, jump on like right And he's there. like, "Yeah, jump in the hole." And I was like, "I'm not freaking jumping in the hole," so I just left. <laughs> it seems it's just like try a trick. Jumping. Try yeah. jumping. <laughs> it seems like a trick. Like, why would I jump in so, there? That looks like so, it hurt. Uh, if if that's where the tutorial is, <laughs> do get into that tutorial. It does teach you sneaking. So if they get to that horse, probably sneak because you don't have a horse, and that guy looks really big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go big. somewhere else. So I yeah. I mean. Uh, this also uh, leads me into the topic of uh, it seems as if a lot of people did jump on the hype train of Elden Ring and like the 10 out of 10, sometimes 11 out of 10s that were being thrown around for this game. And when they got into it, they were met with that horse or they were just met with the fact that this isn't your God of War. Let me spam every button in the book and like just, you know, kill everything. Now, God of War, like one, two, three, not the newest mm-hmm. one. Yeah. yeah. Um, this isn't your, you know, action RPG that you're just going to be able to face roll and, and be good. This is like a game where you have to learn from your mistakes and let and level up. And it's like, it's a hardcore game. It's, it's titled relaxing on steam, but it's a hardcore game. <laughs> <Is> it? <laughs> Ain't no freaking way, dude. Is it tagged relaxing? That's ridiculous. Yeah. When I, I think- play, I think when I play trolling. games yeah. and I go, I go from leaning in my chair to almost eating my microphone because I'm leaning mm-hmm, so far yeah. forward and then I die and I, I lean back a little bit more. I'm like, oh, all right. There's been multiple times where I've stopped playing and I've had, I have this little uh, pressure point um, thing, <laughs> right? I have to literally use this on my shoulders and neck afterwards because I've, I've been like in a, in a tension ball trying to beat like a hard boss or something. Uh, one other thing I wanted to say about this, because we were kind of touching on it anyways, is uh, this is very much a single player game, obviously. I mean, you're just running through the world yourself, but I rarely experience most of the time when I play a single player game, I, I can't focus on anything else. I can't have a conversation with people. I can't be in the middle of a group talking about things. I have to be focused on the game because I'm pay- I'm playing it. Uh, but this game, one, two things. One, I feel like it, it lends itself to people talking about their experience playing the game so you can better experience it. There's so many things that you just don't know or won't figure out or just it would take so much to learn it. You almost have to discover it by talking to other people who have played it. And they're like, well, this was my experience as a tarnished. I did this. Well, okay, that's cool. Cause I'm also a tarnished in the same world. I'm going to experience what you've experienced, but in a different way, because I have a different character, obviously. That part, that element, I think is really cool because I don't play a lot of single player games where you have interactions with other people where you're talking about, this is the way I approach it. Or did you know that you could do this? Or yeah, you can only do that one thing if you find this one item in this one spot on the map. It's really cool to get, but you should go do it because it's a really fun 
part of the game that was developed. There's, there's plenty of times that I've been playing, sitting alongside Caleb, and he's like, oh, did you find this one thing yet? And I'm like, no. And he's like, all right. And then there's like a screenshot of a, p- a piece of the map. And he's like, you should really go check out this area of the map without like giving too much away. And yeah. I still get to like to discover it myself. But also I'm like being led by friends. Fellow on, like, what the, and like, I the get cool to hear parts. the reactions for those yeah. parts. Great. And then there's also like a bunch of like really niche mechanics. Like we we discovered a tip somewhere that like if you throw the rainbow stones off of cliffs, if they break, that means like you can't jump and live. But if they if they survive and glow, that means that you can survive the fall. It's also like their that, fre- their frequency of sound, right? As they drop, the higher frequency they go, they go, the more damage you're gonna take. Yeah, yeah, I think that's correct. And then like other things, like very specific things that I've discovered that. We are putting it like a bunch of tips on our Discord channel now for Elden Ring, and things like I figured out if you put no the no skill ash on a shield, that means that you can use the skill from your primary weapon. Because uh, I I didn't understand why you would ever want no skill, like at least like have something available to use. But that's cool. Uh, I discovered if you're specifically using a curved sword, and during a heavy attack, a, a charged heavy attack you tap the B button and during the backswing, you will do like a faint backflip out of the animation when it completes like so hyper specific, tiny cool. mechanical things that the, you're just like, yeah, the soul series in general tends to kind of obfuscate stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And also like NPC interactions are really obtuse sometimes. Yeah. But that's I feel just like kind there's of no journal or quest log or anything, so you just have to like remember who you talk yeah. to for what. And I in get the open sense... world hundred plus hour game. You got to remember <laughs> a lot of stuff. I get the sense that most from software games are very obfuscated in terms of like some basic mechanics. Yeah. I remember when I first started playing Bloodborne, I'm like, I don't know how to equip a weapon, and I know that sounds <laughs> stupid, but I don't play those games. So for me, it was like. How do I navigate to that menu? For me in this game, it was, how do I navigate to my quick menu? You know, when you hold Y and then you... I'm like, how do I get over there? Oh, wait, I just need to press the button when you're in this menu to get to this so I can add something to it. I do think if there is one complaint about the game, like one thing that like isn't as polished as it could be, it is definitely... If you're like a longtime Soulsborne player, sure, you're going to know exactly how to use the UI. New -hmm. players, it's not a great user experience. No. That is true. They've never been good at UI design. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess uh, tune back in in two weeks when we all have 100 hours in this game and we can talk about what our experience was with the final ending of it. I don't know. Maybe. We should probably do 100 hours. Probably 100 hours. We'll all all finish it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, We should probably move on to a couple other things, though, um, before we we end this. Um, Before we end this, look at how many things there are still on this freaking (laughs) list. So much left. Let's let's briefly talk about uh, Next Fest. Yeah. yeah, what a time to have Next Fest right when Elden Ring was released. Come on, guys. <laughs> yes. Hey, as someone who wasn't playing Elden Ring, I got to enjoy <laughs> Netflix a lot. Also, uh, they extended it a little bit into this week because they had um, uh, like the Women's Day demos and sale fest that happened on Steam. So there was even more demos to play. Cool. Also, just so you're not confused, the Women's Fest is not just female main characters. It's female developers. Yes. Specifically. Which was very interesting because there was a yeah. lot of games that I was like, oh, hey, I didn't know that this game was made by a, a like female dev team. But mm-hmm. it makes sense. And that's why I like it so much. 
But yeah, did did anyone else have some good uh, demos that they played before I go into the like copious amounts that I ran through? I nope. played exactly two demos before Elden Ring came out. <laughs> and what, one demo, two? I don't remember what the game's called. Oh, it damn. wasn't terribly good, good but content. I did play Soldiers, spelled S O U L, for some reason, mm-hmm. which is a the, the Souls demo, like. Oh, oh sorry. N- no, not really. <laughs> was was that the? I mean, it's the... got that dodge roll mechanic, but okay. So it's not the Metroidvania because you did play it a Metroidvania. The Metroidvania. Oh, it is the Metroidvania. It is okay. the Metroidvania. It's a. It seems like a really solid Metroidvania. I mean, I only played less than an hour of it for the demo, but it seems like it's gonna shape up to be a pretty solid Metroidvania. I was I was very much enjoying the combat. Uh, I played so many games. <laughs> uh, and. There was just a lot there. Uh, let's see. To to go through this quickly, uh, Neon White. Holy shit, everyone needs to buy play this game. It looks awesome. It was so much fun. The soundtrack was dope. The voice acting was very good. I was sitting there and I was like, I swear I've heard this main character before. Like, ah, he kind of sounds like Spike Siegel. Google the game. Voice actor for Spike Siegel. And I was like, hey... <laughs> Um, uh, so I was very happy about that, but, um, it's another game developed by Annapurna and they just, Annapurna just makes good ass games. They just do. I don't know what it is that they have going on there, but they know how to make good games. Uh, it was a very fun game to play. And as much as it seems like just kind of this weird speed runny kind of game, it was just a lot of fun to do that and just replaying over and over again to try to find shortcuts and things that you could use the cards for to like go somewhere else that you haven't gone or be able to like speed in a way that or bounce your character in a way that you could get to the ending faster um so that was a lot of uh fun stuff also checked out celestial empire um don't play that game it's bad <laughs> uh also played a game called heroes hour I don't know if this game was good or bad or not. I was playing it for a solid like 90 minutes and I think Alex was watching me play it and I was like I don't know what's going on. Like I don't know if I'm winning, I don't know if I'm losing, I don't know if it's good. I have I I just was so confused by it and I was like I need it reminded me a lot of a game that I really like called um uh Lords of the Realm 2. Because a lot of these things were like, you'd build an army and you'd walk the army around the map. And then when the armies would fight, you'd break out into having like all of these people. And it kind of turns a little more RTS rather than just having like a one person walking up and down around the map kind of thing. Hmm. Um, and I liked that. And I thought that was a good way of just being like, you have a, your hero character, they're walking around. And then once they get into a fight, you have like this kind of mass tactical um and I thought that was cool, but I just thought there was so much other shit going on in the game that I was just constantly just what the fuck was going. I watched um, some of it. It was very, it was a lot. There was a lot happening at yeah. all times, basically. Like I, I want someone else to play it to <laughs> tell me. I mean, if I'm just doing it wrong, or like what else is happening, or like maybe they can learn and then tell me. Because I know I'm not going to like it, so... <laughs> yeah, like, I felt like the tutorial needed to be a little bit better to explain things, because they wanted you to do things in order. However, you didn't have to do them in order. They just... That's how all of the prompts came up. So after, like, 
like 10 Elden minutes, Ring. you're no longer <laughs> on the prompts because they were like telling you to go do something, which I did not click on because I didn't know what they were trying to get me to click on. And because they're like, click on the celestial book. And I was like, I have no idea what the fuck a celestial book is. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm like in like these crazy ground wars and trying to buy a boat. And I don't know what the fuck is going on because the tutorial stopped like 10 minutes ago for me to explain what any of this shit was. So I don't know. I thought the tutorial could have been a little bit better, but it seemed very interesting. And I want to give it more time or at least have someone explain that game to me better because I thought it was interesting. What is the name um, of that game? Heroes Hour. Okay. Um, I also uh, played the game called Battle Cry of Freedom. And uh, Frank, where the fuck is Frank? Frank, <laughs> play this game. This is oh, your yeah. game. I, like the second I started playing it, I was like, this is a. F uh, but I also had a, a lot of fun with it. You, you play in the Civil War, uh, and it's. You have location um, based voice comms. This is and, a Frank game. Yeah, this is, this yeah. is a Frank game right here. I, I, <laughs> Thirty and, minutes in and out. But yeah, I say, easy it's game. Every every it was it was like you know you've got uh a hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty people on each side at one time. And so you just have this massive army and like you could just sit in the back and like get a cannon and set it up and like start trying to do ranges and, you know, try to figure out, you know, how long you need your timer on your cannonball and like where you're going to aim it and at what trajectory and what your arch is. And so like. I'm sitting there just like trying to be like some regular frontline person. Meanwhile, I'm walking by and I hear these guys being like, uh, yeah, just adjust that about two clicks to the north and <laughs> uh, set the timer for about five seconds less. And I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And then I just see the kill feed and just all of a sudden there's like 10 kills by whoever's on the cannons. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this isn't. And like, honestly, I had such a good time playing this game. It was because you're using weapons from the Civil War, you would like fire a bullet and then you would hit the reload button and then you're just sitting there for a solid oh, yeah. like 30 seconds yeah. while reloading. Mm -hmm. which Sounds like seems, Napoleonic Wars. Yeah, mm -hmm. which seems mm -hmm. like boring as fuck. But it's I, intense. I weirdly <laughs> had fun with this game because of the fact that like there was a slight element of role play in it. Like it yeah, yeah. seemed very fun, especially when you had lobbies of people that were like into it that were like, all right, we're going to line up. Everybody reload, get ready, get ready. Okay. And at the count of three, we're going to all stand up and fire a volley. And so you just like, would walk by or be part of it and just like you know you'd have somebody who's like a drummer that's just sitting there drumming and then the second they stop drumming everyone would stand up and just fire <laughs> and i was like this is fucking cool like the graphics are not that good the sound design i feel like leaves something to be desired but just like the having that level of a community in that game i, I think that's like the coolest neat. part of those types of games is getting into the role play bit of it I, yeah. I was playing Napoleonic Wars one time and I joined a line for to be like infantry linemen and the guy that was commanding us had us all line up and we were on like the French team and he was speaking in French and he's like I'm gonna give you guys a crash course in French words that you need to know and he taught us <laughs> oh like God. the wow. French words for like reload and fire and take aim and like all that kind of stuff that's ridiculous because that's the way he wanted to issue the orders to us <laughs> well, I mean, 
<laughs> I, I I was uh, the other nice thing is that it's it's also and I don't know about your Napoleon Napoleon wars sorry yeah. yeah thank you um I don't know if that but this was also had like the voice chat was also crying when you got near people mm. oh yeah which yeah it was very fun because like you could just be like get back here you rebel scum and then you just start like stabbing them in the yeah. chest or something like that wars is like that um but like it was really funny because I had this moment that. Um, I was playing a game type that you had X amount of lot, like your team had X amount of lives, or you specifically had like five lives or something like that. Um, and I was running out of lives. And so this guy like crested over this hill and I see him and I press the button to drop my gun and throw my hands in the air. And I start yelling over my comms. I'm like, I surrender. And so hmm. he's like, okay, cool, come with me. And so I just, like, <laughs> he just escorted me back to his camp. And, like, I'm just, like, I just had my hands up through the entire thing, and he's, like, uh, yelling at people that are coming towards me. He's, like, he's good. He's with me. Like, he surrendered. He's safe. Like, don't do anything to him. <laughs> and so, like, he would then just leave me alone. And this guy just escorted me back to his camp. And so then I just, like, sat by the the all of the camps have like banjos and like whatever random stuff to like play some yeah. instruments or whatever so i just sat there playing the banjo <laughs> because i surrendered and i was like now. yeah and i was like thank you for, <laughs> for taking me away from from this terrible war sir <laughs> and like, he was like yeah you know it's, it's a terrible thing fighting your brother and i was like i know and i just had this entire like heart to heart with this random dude who took me prisoner and i was like that's cool. The fact that I got to do that in this game, I was just like, yeah, I I would love to play this game more. I would love to like if if we did this for our extra life for like a 24-hour thing of just like, hey, for an hour we're going to all get together and we'll be a squad and we'll like run through this or something like that. Um I have a question for you all because I feel like this is just like the Civil War version of Hell Let Loose. Mm. And I, I want to know if that's true, because I kind of want to play Hell Let Loose after playing this. I was like, this was fun. What other games are like this? Um, I, th I think your description sounds much more in touch with like the roleplay elements and stuff like that. Uh, Hell Let Loose actually, I think, gets more into like the mechanics of trying to be tactical and actually trying to like have gunfights and, and win the game. Mm-hmm. As weird as that sounds, yeah. Because <laughs> like, because like the game that you're talking about, I feel like the experience is what you go for, not not trying like win. Whereas like Hell at Loose is like you you don't go for the thirty second reload time and right. sitting there and then you fire yeah. and you miss and you you reload again. Like it it is not exactly I, very active at you know action packed game. Hell at Loose right? is like way more of a shooter, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So that was a, that was a neat game that uh, I really liked out of it. Uh, I still think Neon White was like fuck better. Um, <laughs> other things that, that I game played, looks sick. Uh, yeah. Uh, other things I played, I played a food truck simulator. Um, Heck yeah, which was fine. It, it was like you were you were allowed to drive around the place, and it felt like a really bad GTA. And then when you were actually like making the food, it felt like a really bad over. And I was like, if this was a mini game inside of GTA, I wouldn't upset. Like, I would, I would fuck around with this or something like that. If this was like in GTA Six, be like, yeah, I'd like run a, a food truck for Whoa, an hour dude. or two. But like, as <laughs> invoking a the name of GTA Six, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We talked about Portal Three earlier. That's it's even more. That's true. They said they're de developing. They announced they oh, are yeah, developing. For sure. it. 
did confirm it is being developed. Um, but yeah, like as far as a standalone game, I was kind of disappointed here. Um, I also was kind of disappointed with I Am Your President, uh, mainly because I was impeached on my first day of office. Wow. That's about right. Yeah. What did you do? Okay. So, <laughs> did you put children to work? The this first, is a Frostpunk game. The first thing that happened was I get a phone call saying it was me from another dimension, and they figured out how to do cross-dimension like telephones. And I was like, that's dope as fuck. So I choose to believe that this person is telling me. But then I had no choices to stop believing this person. <laughs> because then they started talking more and more. They're like, hey, what's your password? And I was like, do not tell him your password. And of course, I I can't do anything. I've already chosen to trust this person. So of oh, course, no. I tell him my password. And the guy like hacks into the White House and steals all of our shit. And then like, I, I then I get... And I was like, well, that fucking sucked. So then I gave it a round two. And then the first thing that happened in round two was someone showed up and they were like, hey, I'm one of the like alien lizard people that are like in the head of politics. You need to give us a stone on the roof of the White House because every other president has done that. And I was like, okay, so random like thing from another dimension Obviously, I should have realized that that person was lying and have no fun in this game because this is, quote unquote, realistic. But then <laughs> lizard people, 100% on board. And I was like, either yes or no, right? Like, either be on the deep end and have, like, dumb, crazy shit or don't. Uh, and so I was really upset that they kind of were on, they were trying to have both. And I was like, well, this sucks because now I don't know what to do on half of these. Um, it was fine. Other than that, I thought it was an okay game of just being like, yeah, if you're like really into politics, maybe you like it. But you got to be like really into politics. You got to be like a professor of politics to really be into that <laughs> game. Um, so that was fine. Uh, I did uh, KO the Kangaroo. Eh. I, 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 that I, game looked not great. It looked. <laughs> I, I, my note here says it's more like KO the, uh, the Kanga Snoo. Yeah. Also, also played uh, Neon Dash. That game was a fun little dash game of like racing and stuff. I really liked. I thought it was neat. I'm gonna be excited for when that one comes out. It's just kind. Of, I liked that it had. Excuse me. A um. A uh. What's the word I'm looking for? It had like a, a death wall that was behind you. You were like running from. So if mm -hmm. you were going too slow throughout the level, the death wall would catch up to you and kill you. So you had to be going like a certain speed of fast. Um. So I thought that was kind of in, a neat little racer. Uh. There's what was it a, called? Neon, neon Dash. Dash. Or Neo Dash. Sorry. Neo um, Dash. Okay, Neo I couldn't Dash. find Neon Dash, so I was yeah. confused. Neo Dash. Well, everything's neon nowadays, so yeah. I believe it. <laughs> true, true that. It was Neo Dash. And, like, you know, I felt like a, a lot of it was kind of like, hey, what's different between this and playing Rocket Sonic games, Downhill with the trunk stuff. chasing you. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, eh, but it was fun. Um, there's also a little <laughs> arcade game I played called uh, Feed All Monsters. I fed them. If you like cute, you games, feed all of them. I fed all the monsters. <laughs> okay, um, wow. Take pictures of them. That's too. a lot of monsters. Yeah, <laughs> I, I imagine. Maybe it's just one. Who knows? And then there is a uh, game called uh, Path of Kami. Wait, what? Like C O M M I E, Kami? 
Yeah, it's about communists. K A M I. Path of comedy. The true, the true story of Adolf Hitler's youth. Yeah. Oh gosh. Wow. Play as like a little cute little wolf, and you solve some puzzles. It looked like a game that maybe would polishing. I'm not against the idea of it because, like, I liked a commie, but this one just seemed kind of a little rough around the edges playing the demo of. Mm. And that is everything that I played from Steve. Thank you. Nice so, list. I wish Overall, I played more. Yeah. Like, good, bad, indifferent on the games you played? Uh, you felt like were available over during. Uh, there, there was a lot of stuff Next available. Fest. I played a lot of them. Only a few of them, I feel like, were the demo. Okay. I, I My experience like... was like a 70% win rate because there was okay. one that I was whatever on and there was one that I really liked. Yeah, there was there is the uh, other thing was like I also was trying out different like the Celestial Empire was like a city builder. I've never played a city builder, so I was mm-hmm. kind of being like, okay, what's a city builder like? Do I like city builders? And the answer is no. no, the fuck I do not. You, so I was, not like, you play like Planet Zoo and crap. Like, well, that's why I thought I'd like it was because I was like, I like Planet Zoo, and then I was playing this and I was like, nah, I'd rather be playing Zoo. This sucks. I think, I think Frostpunk's the only city builder I've really liked. Play Frostpunk. It's good. Yeah. Uh so there was there was a lot of different ones. Like the food truck simulator was to try out simulate and like they are also the people that did like gas station simulator and car wash simulator and stuff simulator. So like this is what they do and I was like it's a simulator game. It's boring as fuck. I'm good. Um, One day we're all going to purchase farming simulator. Yes. And we're all going to farm mul- player multiplayer. They have sixteen-player multiplayer and farming simulator. Let's it's gonna why? Do it. It's abs- why? <laughs> why not? We could all it's run a farm, a guys. Can we run the same farm? Yeah. Oh, that's actually. We would all like have jobs on the farm and do our jobs. So why? I want. I want. Why I want are we them not to playing have, like... games that are like fun games? Why are we playing <laughs> games that are jobs? <laughs> that sounds. Well, not I want a like version. I want. I want a version of that where it's like. Uh, Yellowstone, like it's like a uh, ranch ranch simulator where we can have sixteen player ranch simulator. One of us can play the actual guy who runs the ranch. And everybody else can just play cowboys. This would be great. Mm. Well, you see, Caleb, I saw that I, sentence going. A different I, direction. I feel like we needed to uh, <laughs> we need to have more games that are play uh, play play to earn. What is it? The fucking mm-hmm. oh, no, you got not play to have fun. Yeah. yeah, who plays to have fun? So outdated, so boring. Yeah, man. Okay, okay. We gotta play to earn our game. Can There's we, a certain can we... segment of the gamer population, Owen, that only cares about contributing to yeah. like the <laughs> game, not not having Obviously. fun with it. Yep. Can we just say uh, a podcast a while ago, maybe like four weeks ago, Alex and I were talking about NFT games, video games that are being developed on NFT platform, where like everything was, you know, individual NFT, and. One of the ones we looked up had, I don't even know how long the development cycle was, but right now they have a marketplace where you can buy and sell stuff for real money. And all that content that you're buying and selling will be available in the game when it is released in the future. Uh-oh. Like people unspecified are buying like, date. Yeah, unspecified mm, date. That people are like fishy. Yeah, you think? You people get a nice like, JPEG of, of the thing you yeah. bought. Here's now. a JPEG of the starship you're gonna buy. Which, by the way, how much were there, like the the ships? Do you remember offhand? There were so there were some things that were like sixty thousand dollars. Okay, I thought from so. what I could tell, like yeah. real money. Yeah, wild. 
Wild. That is insane. I still can't believe it. And there's like a limited number of them, and, and then it's not like they're all available still. Like some of them are purchased. Speaking of uh, unspecified releases, how about that uh, that Overwatch 2 that's never going to come out? Nice transition! Dang. I like the transition, but... <laughs> uh, don't pull I was going to say, okay? speaking of NFTs, uh, I didn't mention this earlier, this reminded me of it. Uh, of Fortnite, Epic Games, liked and followed a famous NFT creator no and so it is rumored no that fortnite will sometime in the future have nfts the literally I need every a- time a developer announces that they're partnering with nfts they get huge backlash yeah he yeah, still thinks it's a good decision them. but the fortnite community is largely very young yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's the, my so problem. Is the last thing that convinced. I want yeah, is a bunch of fucking 14-year-old yes. Yeah. Also, here's the deal. Honestly, when it comes to Fortnite, I feel like they could literally do anything. Anything. Like, mm. anything. And because of the unique building that people are drawn to, like, shooting and building, I don't think Fortnite's going anywhere. I like, mean, ever. I think you're right. You're well, probably it's, right. It's, it is going somewhere. It's going to the metaverse. Yeah. So, exactly. yeah. so talking about the metaverse, let's talk about other things that are going to be in the metaverse. One of which is Overwatch 2, if it inevitably comes out, you know. Uh, um, beta signups are open right now. So if you want to go play, um, you can go sign up like I did, which took all of about five seconds because I clicked two mm-hmm. buttons and I was signed up. I heard multiple wow, people were waiting like... Nice. An hour, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. An hour and a half of me just hitting the refresh button <laughs> in my meeting, just being like, God damn it. I was in the I middle of original content. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the middle of playing Elden Ring. Ring. Alex walks by me. He goes, hey, you need to sign up for the Overwatch beta. I was like, all right, hold on. Let me get somewhere I can hide. I go over by a catapult, go over to the, the <laughs> website. Five Thank seconds gosh. later. All right, I'm good. <laughs> Damn it. For what it's worth, this is only PvP. There's yes. no PvE in it. Oh, yeah, so you know Overwatch One. Oh, it's like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Like it's that. basically also, the same. Did you notice the fact that the character and half of those maps are things that they've had developed for how many years now? Because of yeah. the stuff that they had uh, for BlizzCon when they announced Overwatch Two, what three years ago? Well, they're they're only gonna show those early alpha assets. You gotta wait for the actual game, okay? Yeah. Owen? Which I think that actual game may release, I don't know, three, four years from now. It's a probably, tough life. Probably with NFTs. There, okay? It cannot possibly take three or four more years. Yeah, right? I don't know, man. I'm not having a lot of faith in their dev cycle, especially since they announced the fact that they are going to split up the release of the PvP and the PvE of the game. Then I was like, yeah. so what I imagine me is that you probably don't have a lot of PvE or PvE stuff done I imagine we get this closed beta in April. Slowly that adds more people over time. At some point, probably around holiday, we get like a semi-soft launch where anybody that wants to get into it can Mm -hmm. and play the PvP part. Yep. And then like holiday 2023, we get PvE maybe. (laughs) That sounds roughly what I would also guess. Wasn't Play. the point of Overwatch 2 the PvE stuff? Yes, yes, you yes. are correct. <laughs> no, no, Caleb. It was to pay for the PvP again. Mm, correct. But you misunderstand. Yeah. Mm. The thing is, is like you won't have to buy Overwatch 2 until they launch that PvE stuff, probably. Mm. That that's is probably true. I, I that's, hope true. that's the case because like the thing is, is that like with um with Halo, 
Like, I refuse to pay for Halo until they finish making it an actual game. Yeah. Once they do that, I will gladly give them my my money, and I will gladly play that, like, way more often. But the fact that it's just, like, basically a multiplayer that's in beta, and everything else is unfinished, like, the campaign still has a bunch of fucking bugs, so there's no co-op, no forage, like, there's only six maps in the multiplayer, and they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna get on that more, like, later. Okay, cool, I'll buy the game later when you've actually finished right. making it and i right. feel the same way about overwatch right now of just being like okay cool so like maybe we'll get an update to the overwatch multiplayer you know sometime by the end of the year that's neat i'm still not going to gravitate towards it and like really start playing it until they get their shit together I mean, and actually make the pv to be fair i'm still kind of excited because like what i've wanted from overwatch for a while now is just something new content more content and yeah. yeah and so like this will add this will shake things up it will add a new character you'll it's going to go to the 5v5 stuff instead of 6v6 uh all the character reworks are going to be in there so that's kind of exciting um you know how how will single tank gameplay work out we'll get to yeah, figure all that stuff out <laughs> i'm so excited i'm not i am i am that's well, if whatever. any of us actually get into the closed beta because correct. Correct. yeah you know correct uh, if you haven't signed up yet, go to their website, sign up. Maybe you'll get in. Probably not, but maybe. At this point, it's probably easier, right? Yeah. Well, no, I I'm saying it. maybe you would actually get yeah. into the closed beta. Oh, sure. Not you can sign in. up. Yeah. Just because yeah. you can Somebody sign up doesn't sign mean up. you get in. Doesn't mean you're in. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. I'm pretty sure I signed up for the closed alpha of due process like seven times. <laughs> and Alex, who signed up way after me, got in before I did somehow. I even <laughs> signed up as like, Media. I signed up as the Horizon being yeah. media to review it. First for of all, <laughs> I didn't sign up way after you. I think we both signed up at PAX when we found the game. Lies. You know what the problem is? They probably Googled us and they were like, oh, oh, oh no. These guys are not <laughs> big. Not these guys. Too big. Too big for us. We need we need smaller review yeah. review teams. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh other other games with updates. Let's talk about New World for a second. A um, couple updates from that, Chad. Yeah, I'll I'll be brief here. Um, <laughs> yeah. I know the last time we talked about New World, uh, I, I think I closed out with saying like I'm pretty much done with it, and uh, mm. for the time being at least. And um, I didn't like the expertise uh, update that they did, where basically you have to get to a different uh, a specific gear score with the the drops that you find to actually use weapons at that level. So like, say, chest piece drops at 560, but I have a chest piece at 600 because I bought it off the market. It will be 560 until I get my gear score for that chess piece up to 600. So mm. it's it's a really interesting way that they're handling um, uh, the gear score system, eye level system, whatever you want to call that system, um, where you can't use things until you have that gear score. So um, with that, uh, it, it really didn't interest me to run the elite runs where you're just basically going around with like 30 people um, face mashing like mobs that have no mechanics to try to find those uh gear score drops they changed that around january which i actually kind of went under the radar because i pretty much wasn't watching for the updates at this point um they made tuning orbs which are the things that you get into each dungeon uh you can buy those at the faction shops uh and so they're mm -hmm. actually relatively cheap faction is not that hard to farm uh you just do a couple faction missions and boom you have enough tokens to to do so if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong here um you can also buy them on the marketplace. So like you buy them from the faction shop, 
throw it onto the marketplace to where you don't even have to use it. Uh, and so players can sell it to different players. So tuning orbs are an option. You can now spam dungeons if you want, which is really, really cool. Uh, you can buy them once a day from the faction shop. So that was in January. And then I caught Asmongold playing um, a new expedition, which is what their dungeons are called. Um, and he was going over a couple of the, the changes that are coming out in March. And one is that they're removing open world collision. So if you've ever been like running around with your teammate and your guys are like fighting a, a mob and then you like run into each other, you wouldn't ghost through each other like most MMOs. Um, so they changed that. You can now do that. Uh, you only need one person to go to a dungeon to queue up. You don't need the three to summon the party of five, which is really cool. Um, you can now open your inventory while moving, which they separately added a mechanic where when you're in combat, you can't change weapons or your skills around. So I think that's what they were trying to avoid when, when you open your inventory, you just stood still. Um, but they changed that, which is pretty cool. Adding a blunderbuss, it's a new weapon. There's various weapon balances, which is kind of cool. Uh, outpost rush which is the PvP section, war, and, and invasions can all be queued while you're running around in the open world. You do not have nice. to travel to a town mm. to queue up for any of those. Um, you can, this is for like starting and people who are new and stuff like that, you can choose a weapon on the beach rather than just starting with the sword. You get to choose <laughs> what you start with so you can start leveling that up like right out the gate. Um, fast travel is actually capped to 20 Azoth. Never goes over 20. Could be lower, but it never goes over 20 anymore. Um, and back in my day, it was like 200 to 600 Azos sometimes to travel somewhere. And you only get a max of 1,000, okay? Back in my day. Back in my day. <laughs> um, there is, if, if people are interested in this, they can dive deeper into reading the, the content notes. But there are new level 30 content stuff that's introduced to where it's not just 1 to, to 59 is like leveling and then 60 here's content. Um which there was no content, but still, uh, they they mixed it up to where they you can actually find things to do around level thirty that are like um, different zones and stuff to go to. So it seems like uh, maybe too little, too late, but they're they're going a step in the right direction. And uh, I think Alex is the the one that said basically MMOs take a little bit of time to kind of come into their own. So maybe yeah, you'll yeah. see New World in a year from now or or two years from now actually being a game that. People go back and play, and it got me to reinstall it and check it out. So, wow! Yep. You just, yeah, you just have to have another country beta test the game for you yeah. for like three years. <laughs> exactly. <right? laughs> well, see, this is going to be I opposite. Like Star so much. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be the West testing, and then it's going to send it over to Korea, and then <laughs> boom, like we're, we're doing. We'll do a switch. Yeah. <laughs> Return the favor. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, last but not least in the news section, I just wanted to make note of this. Uh, Apple's new studio display, which is a <clears throat> $1,600 monitor, Jesus. Uh, has a Thunderbolt 4 cable that comes with it. It is one meter long. It also has an optional cable you can buy for it that is 1.8 meters that costs <clears throat> $129. Excuse me? You can also buy a three meter version of it for $159. Everybody wants to know how Apple is, uh, you know, like a trillion dollar company has just bukus of cash laying around. This is why that that cable probably costs like seven dollars to make. Yeah, I honestly yeah. thought you were gonna say higher. I'm I'm actually surprised <laughs> it's, it's as cheap it's as so it affordable. is. That, okay, that should that... say more to you yeah, than yeah. The, than me telling you an outrageous price for a cable. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's That's a Thunderbolt absurd. a Thunderbolt four cable. Is that are those even on the market yet, or is this like the first? 
Because that might be some of I don't why know. it's so expensive. Thunderbolt 4, I think, expensive. is not... Uh, it's It must be, like, brand new. Yeah, otherwise you get a third-party one for, like, 15 bucks, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Thunderbolt well, stuff in general is very expensive, though, so that kind of tracks. in general. Yeah. Well, Thunder, Thunderbolt's uh, Intel standard, I think. I think he's just saying Apple products. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. Uh, last but not least, let's talk real quick. Gunpowder milkshake. Yeah. Have you guys, has anyone else watched Gunpowder Milkshake? No, sir. No idea what you're talking about. Hey, so there's this movie on Netflix called Gunpowder Milkshake. It came out a couple months ago, but I've been sleeping on it, and I finally watched it the other day. Everyone should go watch it. It's really fucking good. It's, like, from start to finish, I was just like, wow, this is a really awesome movie. It's very simple in its concept, but it's very fun. It's basically Karen Gillan is an assassin in this, like, crazy bright painted fucking like movie of her being an assassin and killing a bunch and like it's weirdly funny uh and i think it like really does a very good job of being on this edge of kind of bizarre kind of funny and kind of gory as far as a movie goes and i was like yeah this is just this is like weird uh Mm. it seemed like a fun like a fun indie film but then when you look at the cast you're like wait these are all like really prominent and good actors like this isn't mm-hmm. just like some small thing that somebody did and like threw into a festivals um, it's got siri in it it does have siri in it I've literally the first like she shows up as the first character and i'm staring at her for like 10 minutes and i was like why here why do i know who this person is uh and it's like oh it's siri that's why mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah i would i would recommend people watching that it's it's good. Very fun, fun movie. All right. Uh, let me end this podcast with just a quick question. All right. Uh, uh, the other day, Alex and I were talking about um, watching a movie. And he says to me, you know what I want to do? I want to watch the top 250 movies off of IMDb's top 250 movie list. I've, I've had this uh, thought before. And I said, one you? Wait, wait, wait. I said, I said <laughs> all right, this seems cool. All right. Yeah. Let, I mean, maybe let's do it. Let's start. With the first movie, Shawshank Redemption. He goes, can't start with no, 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 movie. no, no, no. I want to start at number 250 yes. and oh, work my correct. way up. That is the correct order. That yeah. is wrong. Do you know how long it would take you to watch all 250 movies? We'd be doing this you know, for years. You know how often they would change? They, exactly. You would yeah, add yeah, more movies in the 250 section now? You'd have no. to come up with a system for changes. But also, I don't understand the argument of, do you know how long it would take? Because it would take the same amount of time yeah, but, to but watch them in the other order. Yeah, but when you guys you decide, die, but, we're past all the good ones. We'll stop now. Right, right. Because yeah. at some point they may just not be good anymore, or at some point, you know, we may just not be watching them anymore. And, or, and on your deathbed, you can say, "Yeah, I watched 110." Exactly. And I couldn't get to the others. Not, so. not I watched uh 160 through 250, or yeah. 140 through 250 of the top 250 movies. No, 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 no I no. disagree. Though we start at 250. Um, I, I, yeah, you start at 250. I'm with Alex on this. I think you start in the middle and you work your way both ways. You like. <laughs> bounce back and forth that Four. might be a solution <laughs> it's yeah, so it's, it's a good. large undertaking to do it in the first place you'd have to yeah. be oh, down yeah. to watch them but then it, once you decide to do that you don't watch the number one movie first like yeah, you don't read a top 10 go, list from, from the best thing bad. to the the worst thing on the list all right i mean right, a lot right. of lists do go Did, that way unfortunately what we should have done quick google search real quick wait wait <laughs> but what we should have done when when you moved to kansas city alex is made a list of the top 250 restaurants and then worked our way from the bottom up <laughs> 
And Q39 would have been at the top and we'd have just never experienced. That's the that's how we should have done it. Well, um, our restaurants. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm with Alex on this. I think that's as oh, I agree that it would take right. forever. Sure but I think has that is the right way to do it. <laughs> we are on what 15 and still haven't progressed yeah i think we're on episode uh and you guys want to watch 250 movies this no is, no no this is 22 minutes watch, long and we i was wanting to watch this. a movie and he goes i'm thinking about watching all of the top 250 movies on imdb let's start at the bottom this guy yeah. this i feel like guy. solo it's doable I, I feel like with a group it's like what's your schedule yeah. like it gets hard. It gets hard. Well, it gets me agreeing. Oh, you don't want to play Dungeons and Dragons anymore because you know I'm the GM. I got. I get it. You know? <laughs> well, what if what if you did it like a book club? You know, like just being like, hey, you you have a, a week or We're whatever. Two hundred and fifty weeks. No, not do not do two hundred and fifty. Yeah, that seems like <laughs> no, way too long. One week. That's a long time. <laughs> one yeah, week. Two hundred fifty like weeks. That's what more than five years. You just yeah. have to watch yeah. a movie a night, and you just yeah, do it for easy. the year. <laughs> Well, I was thinking like maybe maybe do a thing of like, hey, here's a week, watch two or three movies that week or something. And so two way, or three movies. Look, here's the thing. This is you're doing have this you seen... for content. You have to quit your job and this yeah. is your new job. Owen, Owen, have you have you do you know Caleb's schedule? There's no way he could fit in two or three <laughs> movies in a week. Okay. Maybe Caleb's not part he of that could. group, but I, I already said I'm not doing do that. I'll start watching <laughs> do you not top think... down and decide when I quit. But I do you not think Caleb would watch six hours of television in a week? <sighs> Maybe. But this is like I do extra that. on I top do, of that. I do watch movies in in sections if I need to. It doesn't bother me a bit. <laughs> I, I'm just saying is I feel I like that would allow you to be... You would you'd be able to get into people's schedules more often because you wouldn't be trying to do it at the same exact time. You'd have like some sort of a deadline of being like, "Hey, watch these five movies by X amount of time," and then you have a group of people that you can talk to it about of just being like, "Hey, I yeah. also watched those five movies of the I am turn it into stuff. a discussion group Here's, instead yeah, of like is, a yeah, watch this is good. Same time situation. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna rebrand, relaunch, uh, expanding horizons, and it's gonna be we have one movie you have to watch every other week and then we'll talk about it at each podcast yeah there we go 10 years of so movies I, 10 years of movies baby. i do have to say before i found out about caleb watching movies and sections <laughs> I, it was just like a thing that just like you watch the whole movie like yeah and then i heard about yeah. that and i was like that's not a bad idea yeah if we both <laughs> do it you find a good split and you just like, like i'll pause here yeah worth it the Sometimes only you gotta take a break. movie to watch in sections is the really long version of Justice League. <laughs> because it has, <laughs> because it has literal breaks. Wait, you know, speaking wait, wait, of wait, 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 uh, wait, wait. Can you watch the duel that way too then? Could I watch the first section of the duel, the first third, and then it gets to the black screen where it's like, from what's his face's perspective? I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna watch this tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why not? So okay, so anything <laughs> that has a black cut screen with some text. Anything that has like a yeah. literal like this is the cuts. end of this section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, 1917 is going to be really hard Star to do Wars, this thing, but... Star Wars doesn't cut it it swipes. It doesn't mm. wipe. Yeah. Uh, swipe transition. You can never do oh, Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. So, speaking yeah, of Justice like God League, of War on one go too now. Yeah. I went and saw Batman in theaters. Yeah. Yo, it was yeah. good. I, that's what we we have too much in the podcast <laughs> already, but like it was yeah. good. Okay. All right. I do want right. to watch that at some point. Alex and I are going to watch it next week. We'll see what it's like. Maybe Caleb the top 250 thing 
I also had the concession oh, of boy. if it's something we'd already seen, you don't have to watch it, obviously. Well, sure, yeah. So that reduces it, the yeah. number. If you like, not a bunch. I feel like it's it's not going to be by much, though. Probably not guy. a big number. The I fact mean, that you have never seen. Like wait, wait. Here's the other thing. When we were talking about these movies, I was we were going through the top ten list, and Alex is like, "I've never seen Shawshank Redemption. I've never seen The Godfather Part One. I've yep, never seen same. The Godfather Part Three. Same. I've never seen Twelve Angry Men. I've it's never a lot seen of the stuff seen that's that older. Okay, yeah. they're not that old. Those are pretty old. All before my I time, did. Sure, Twelve Godfather's Angry Men are... is like from the fucking sixties, yeah. my dude. Yeah, yeah, Twelve, yeah. 12 yeah. Angry Men is from nineteen fifty-six. I've something. seen that one. Okay, yeah, I've seen that one, but that one is old as hell. I haven't seen Shawshank Redemption. It came out in ninety-four. I was three. Oh, it's so good. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, we'll get to it in ten years. Anyways, tune back in then, <laughs> ten years from now, and we'll get Alex's review of Shawshank Redemption. Thanks so much for joining us, and uh, we'll catch Working you next on your time. your calendars. <laughs> <laughs>